This is Alt Haven's exclusive live stream of Predation. If you're eager to witness the live action firsthand, join us on Twitch every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST on twitch.tv slash Althaven. If you're savoring what you hear and want more captivating content, explore Althaven's other remarkable podcasts, like $2 Creature Feature and Pest Control. Our extensive backlog spans from the mystical realms of ghosts, werewolves, and vampires to the cosmic adventures of Star Trek and the heroic tales of superheroes. Your support is invaluable to Alt Haven, and we appreciate every moment you spend with us. Thank you for being part of our Haven. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cretaceous and Beyond. I am Eric Campbell, your GM tonight for Legacy of Silver Creek. I'm here with the Streampunks. This is our last Streampunks streamed game of the year, though we do have something else to announce tonight that's coming up at the end of the month. But for now, um, this is our season finale of Legacy of Silver Creek. So thank you to everyone who's been joining us uh, as we've been playing along. This, of course, was a campaign that we started up very slapdash last minute, just jumped into it because of the actor strike and us having to slam the brakes on Beacon. And once we started playing, we just couldn't let it go. We wanted to wrap it up and play it out because we loved our dino kids and we loved our characters. And um, now we're uh, at the end. Now tonight, everyone is going to be utterly destroyed and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm looking forward to a good, wholesome game of just utter doom. But before we jump into tonight's game session, um, let's jump into some quick announcements. Um, the one that I wanted to, to give everyone a heads up on is if you have been ordering from the Streampunks merch store, that has been ironed out. The issues that we had with the connection between the accounts has been resolved. So anybody who has placed any orders, you should now start seeing those get fulfilled. We apologize for those extreme delays. There was a big couple of and we managed to get it solved, thankfully. Um, if you have any questions about your shipments, um, we are I'm about a week backlogged on answering emails about <laughs> the merch store, but I can answer this one because it's popped up twice. And that is if you have any questions about changing your address or anything like that, if you placed an order and moved, or if you placed an order and need to like sent somewhere else. Unfortunately, that can't be done on our end. It's done through fulfillment. So you would actually have to contact our, isn't that correct? Sam, are you shaking your head because that's not correct? Correct, it is incorrect. Correct, it is Contact us, the email is on the website. Oh yes, contact us. But we, yes. all we can do is also just reach out and ping them and find out yes. what's going on. So we uh, will do our best to sort of answer that and uh, get back to you guys as quickly as possible. Um, all right, so um, did we have any other announcements tonight that we wanted to uh, kick off? Anybody else have any announcements that you guys have to do before any others are thrown out there? Anybody, come on. I'll do a quickie. Yeah, do it, do it. Uh, I am going to uh, be publishing three chapters of a holiday story on Storyloom. This is a fresh, brand new, fresh, random sci-fi holiday story that I cooked up. Uh, and so that should be out uh, later this week. So keep an eye out for that on Storyloom. And I think that's it for me. Okay. Oh, actually, sorry. I do have one more thing. I am freelance again. Uh, if you saw my post last week, mm -hmm. still working with Verse, but freelance. And so I've opened up my coffee bookings again for private DMing and GMing. So if you want to gift someone, if you have like a family of little friendlies and you're like, what can I give them? You can get them a session uh, with me to play a game and or just get some sessions that for yourself and your friends. So that's on my coffee. It's I think just Aliza Pearl if you search that in coffee. I don't know the actual link. Sorry. All right. Sounds good. 
I believe in you. You'll find it if you <laughs> You'll <need> find to. <laughs> it. Um, I do have some Streampunk show announcements, but I can wait until everybody else has gone through their announcements. If anybody has anything that they else also want to announce, anything y'all are up to? Nay? Yeah, Cynthia. All right. Well, since I just sent off this uh, message to my producer, I can probably announce it. And um, a while ago, Aliza, myself, Ryan Omega, and um, and Chris Montgomery, we filmed a Vampire the Masquerade game. It was my first time um, GMing or STing for Vampire the Masquerade. So that's going to be coming out. It's called uh, Sanguine Switch, where we play in the 1940s, 1930s, nice. 1940s, solving a mystery case. So that should be coming out soon. So um, check it out. It, Aliza, do you remember the channel? It's um... Yes, Geek public thank you public. <laughs> yeah so that should be coming out shortly so stay tuned for that one sweet all right rad okay cool thank you cynthia anybody else have anything before i drop some show stuff yes noir uh, i got one. Oh, so uh a while ago i did a harlem unbound game all black cast and uh for black history month we are coming back with haunted west uh, we're doing an all-black cowboys game called Riders of the Lost Tribe. Oh my god! Uh, and I'm just super excited about that. Um, and uh, Sam, did you want me to do the? Uh, okay, uh, we're also for the coffee game uh, of the month this month doing a Star Wars special, uh, and it is called the. Uh, oh. Good God, I had it written here. One second. Oh, the Carol of Vectress. If you remember Emperor Squad, you will remember what Vectress is. And, Amazing. Well, that, we'll we'll see what happens. When, Amazing. Uh, we'll see what happens to those left behind. So that's that's the story there. Just gonna say this: that if if no, it's Noir's game. So if Noir decides by GM override <laughs> to give us the gift of re the return of Stucky, then you should probably turn and tune in because you never know what he's gonna pull. <laughs> and Maybe. I'm just gonna have to yes and it. <laughs> them's the breaks. Them's the rules. Um. Okay. Well, thank you, Noir. Um, I do have some cool announcements coming up. This is uh, thank you so much, by the way. Quick coordination to both Sam and Jake for coordinating this, um, and other Sam as well. We, I'm not going to tell you who other Sam is. You'll just have to guess who other Sam is and who I'm referring to when I say other Sam. But um, we are actually having a Blood of the Void marathon that is starting on January 1st, <laughs> and a new episode of Blood of the Void will be January 8th. So stay tuned for that because that's going to be lots of fun. That's coming up um, in the new year. Also, Beacons Season 1 and 2, we're going to marathon that as well. And that starts on January 9th yes. with uh, the new episode. Uh, yeah, January 9th. That's right. So then stay tuned for that. That'll be coming up. That comes up right after Blood of the Void. So, um, yeah. So if you guys need to catch up. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that going down. I think that was the only, I think that was the last announcement I had for the night. If anybody's got anything else before we kick things off into the, the yes, Samlet. <laughs> That's a baby salmon. Mm -hmm. Real life. Mm -hmm. um, well, now that I have a uh, puppeteer-like orchestrated announcements from behind the scenes, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I have a couple of my own one being just, oh, 
wow, all of this good sci-fi. Well, if you want more sci, may I recommend something that may contain sci-ents? Uh, that's right. Uh, Tolkien's ents, but make it no, uh, it actually has absolutely nothing to do with that. But this week's is so cool. It blows my mind. It's so cool. You know how your brain's a good computer, but like, would it be good at a machine learning task? We have little neural tissue, four millimeter little brainlet, and we actually computer interface with it and have it do computer stuff. And we see who 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 would win. If you want to find out. Who would win an entire modern artificial neural network or one brainy boy? Oh my God. Go check out my YouTube, youtube.com slash Delevely, V E L E V E L Y. It's such fun science. Please do go check it out. And I got a question for you, real quick, yes. Sam, before you get into your final words At there. Any tempo you like. Yes. A quick question for everybody. And I, I'm sorry, there's just no way to phrase this any differently. But have you guys seen the new picture of Uranus? Excuse me. It it's beautiful. No, I, I it, it, it actually quite it is quite incredible. <laughs> James Webb, actually, James Webb Telescope published a shot, and it's stunning. If you get a chance, it looks it looks like somebody's sci-fi fever dream of a shot of a planet. It's quite incredible. Oh, girl. Okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all Google that. It is, it is absolutely, but be very careful when you Google that. Yeah. Um, Spell it right. Pay attention to autocorrect if you see a red line underneath the word. I don't have um, to be here. <laughs> um, okay, Sam, if you would like to finish. You may. What were you saying? But I choose wow, to be it's here. so pretty. Right? It's a very bright picture. Yeah. I didn't think it'd be so blue. <laughs> it's called hypoxia. Oh no. Damn no. Somebody removed some one. Is all of a sudden I'm the bad guy? You used your intelligence. Bro, I'm a part of you. I don't know what I don't know what these people are talking about. Oh. I love the energy we're bringing to this Applebee's today. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be excellent. Let's go get in fights on the moon. I'm excited. Let's begin tonight's final chapter of the season of Legacy of Silver Creek.
I didn't. So whatever you said was hilarious because I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> so, all right, let's jump into tonight's uh, final session for the season. Now we got a lot on our plate, so I'm actually going to keep the uh, the recap pretty brief and just jump into where we last left off in our in our last scene, which was taking place on the Tortix run as you guys were headed back to Silver Creek via water. This is already going to be a dangerous journey because it is long, sure, but by water, it cuts the time in half. And theoretically, time passing differently between different recursions, it's conceivable that you might actually get back to Silver Creek by the time the rest of the party leaves the recursion that they're in and reappears for you guys to confront Theta. On the way back, some serendipity struck, or bad luck, but you ran into the thief named Brimmer, or Brummer. He apparently has the hard drive it kind of strikes like lightning everyone kind of forgot about that guy and rightly so you showed up at sati site 000e expecting to uncover a mystery what you ended up doing was jumping through a gate after escaping a murderous ai and discovering alternate realities he hasn't exactly been at the forefront of everybody's mind however it seems to have been revealed that he is on the run and he was getting onto this. He managed to, thanks to you paying his, his fee, managed to get a ride and he's headed back the same direction y'all are. While this journey was taking place, drones have begun to attack the river barge as y'all are sailing down the Tortix run. Now, this is a quick recap so everybody knows a snapshot of what the dangers here are. There are four drones currently in operation that are attacking the ship and they have done everything... You managed to stop one from firing a missile at the barge, which was impressive enough. And also, <laughs> thanks to Joe's quick thinking, you have also managed to empower your river barge lady's uh, rifle, which she is now using to blast these things down. Um, it has been a, just a, like a few seconds into the conflict, but already disaster has struck as one of the people in this group, namely the thief with the hard drive on him has gone overboard and the boat is running aground right now, which is going to enact all kinds of unpleasantness. There are still four drones in operation. And next turn though, one of the NPCs is going to be able to breach their armor threshold and damage them. So that's good, but we're gonna pick up right at the top of the combat round. And to keep things uh, fresh, we are going to do an initiative roll. Dun, dun, dun. Now, I do want to remind you, and this is going to be particularly important during tonight's game, because of our supporters, particularly at the super punk level, we have nine points that we can spend here. That is absolutely my Discord popping off. Hi, everybody. Um, we have nine points that we can spend here for uh, for anything that you need to do for like re-rolls and whatnot. And lowering, well, I think specifically lowering difficulty numbers. So keep that in mind because they refresh every game. So, give me one second. There it is. Okay. So keeping that in mind, it's going to be pretty vital for this evening. And also, just so the audience knows, everybody who's tuning in, 
Uh, before the game went live, there was some leveling up that happened, quote unquote leveling up, but also I dished out an experience point to everybody because they're going to need it tonight. This is going to be a heavy duty night because they're taking the fight to the bad guy. So let's go ahead and make an initiative roll. So in order to, you're basically rolling against the difficulty level of the drones. So combat's actually quite straightforward. You need to beat these drones uh, DC, a difficulty level, and their difficulty level is three. So you need a nine or better on initiative. However, at the top of this game, I'm enacting a GM intrusion, which um, we're going to find out who is going to score on the initiative and beat the drones. So whoever wins will have the opportunity of whether or not to accept the GM intrusion. So right now on this boat, just as a quick reminder, we have Joe and we have Clover. No, I'm sorry. No, Clover is on the moon. We have Dahlia. Dahlia is here, right? Okay. For some reason, I thought Clover was... No, I remember now. It was actually... The two non-fighters are in a big fight. <laughs> right. That's right. The two non-fighters. I, I don't know why, but I kept thinking tonight when I was doing game prep, I was like, oh, yeah, no, Caitlin will be all right. Caitlin's got a fighter on there. So, uh, yeah, she'll be fine. She's got a fighter on All right, socials. It's time to get into a fight. Um, so go ahead and make your initiative checks. This is a speed check. Uh, neither a fighter nor a social, but last time we did uh, say that a initiative is a non-combat role because I was able to use think your way out, which is when you wish it, you can use points from your intellect pull rather than your miter speeds pull on a non-combat action. May I do that again? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna knock the. Uh, it's granular because I think I think it's one of those things where it depends on why the initiative is being rolled because it doesn't necessarily always have to be combat. But here, I think it makes sense. The thing is, is I'm a big fan of intellect also being an initiative role. I think it's smart if you're quick witted, you can see it coming and act accordingly. Yeah, so I do that because I have uh, an edge of three in intellect, which means I can automatically drop that down by one. So I will just be rolling on uh, difficulty two. Okay, cool. <laughs> You guys, Joe wants death. I rolled a one. Okay. I'm going to revise previous statement and say that you cannot deny my GM intrusion. I just get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Joe wants death is an excellent band name. Let's just make God. <laughs> Sam is like, I will not be writing that one down. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So <laughs> Sam disliked that. <laughs> I rolled a 16. Okay. Uh, 16 means, okay, well, here's the good news because one of the players beat the initiative. You guys at least know that one of you is going to be going before the drones. So you are actually, not only are you going, Cynthia, not only are you actually going before the drones, but you're actually going be before the plesiosaur who is going to be my GM intrusion. He's been very excited and curious about all the noise that's happening just above the water. As this boat is going up on the ground, anybody who is close to the edge, you can decide if you are, would see a very large shape, a roughly seven feet wide, moving underneath the surface of the water right now, very quickly behind the boat. Keeping in mind, too, dude went into water. He's in the shallow end because he did go into the water as you guys were ramping up onto the, onto the shore. But How Cynthia, close is his bag? What's that? How close is his bag to us? Like, I know he went over. Um, being that it's strapped onto his back, I would say it's about 10 feet away from the side of the boat and submerged in the water with him. So it's strapped on his back. Yeah, okay. he's got it strapped onto his back. 
Just wanted to clarify. So about hopefully that. the hard drive isn't a protected casing of some kind, but he's got it strapped to him. Excellent. Great. Wonderful. Beautiful. Yep. How big is this shape that's coming towards us? Well, the shape that's in the water, it's about, I would say, about short range, so about 10 to 15 feet behind you guys. It's in the direction of the drones. So it's almost like you're being chased by this thing as well as four drones that are trying to bear down on top of the ship. The drones this turn will be on top of the skiff, this thing you're on. Great. What would you like to do? You've got the initiative. Uh, I think I need to wait for this thing to show its eyes before I can actually make an action towards it. So I think my best shot right now is just to take an actual shot with my light pistol. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead and make a roll then, if that's the case. Um, you need a three, so difficulty is three, so you need a nine or better to hit one of these things. As they're zipping around. 18. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you team rescued you two points of damage. Sadly, light pistols do two points of damage for a total of four, and their armor is four. So your bullet slams into this drone, igniting a wave of sparks as it can kind of loses a little bit of its stability in the air and begins to bear down on you all once again. It was a hell of a shot. I just look at everyone and be like, I tried. <laughs> you, I mean, if that was that was any other hit, you'd have done well. Yep. Bam. Okay, so that's going to bring it into your round. Uh, next person up is actually going to be our riverboat captain. And she is going to pop off a shot. And oh, she just hits. Plus two. Yeah, she, she just hits. Yeah, she's the plus two thing. Yeah. Bam. Um, okay, she's just gonna sm Okay, so this guy's just gonna take. He just takes damage, whether he likes it or not. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, sparks fly off of one of them. If you all hear the clinking sound of the rifle, it makes this like loud pop and almost sounds like uh, chimes, like clashing in the wind. As it, <laughs> you just hear this like as a shell goes flying off and into the water. The gunshot seems to impact on the side of one of these drones rotors and it kind of again begins to st stabilize and then it continues to fly towards the boat this one's got a little bit of a trail of smoke trailing behind it and she just pulls back this she pulls back this hammer and just another shell comes flying out she loads in a single shot and loads it up again she's murmuring something and you can't quite catch it joe but you're pretty sure she is spewing out some pretty impressively poetic slurs um, that's going to be her round. It is now going to be just for, for, for reference. It will, that lasts for a minute is okay. The, that'll be the whole combat then. Yeah. The unless, unless you, unless something else happens, I have no idea, yeah, yeah. but okay. So she just pops that one. Um, the next person up is actually the plesiosaur. <laughs> the plesiosaur, um, is going to use this action to close on guy who went in water. You all see the waves just begin to roll up, gaining a little bit of height, like they're rolling off the, the, the humped back of this plesiosaur that takes to the shallows. Unfortunately, the plesiosaur's body is too large to make it too far into the shallows. That is, of course, counteracted by the fact that plesiosaurs have very long necks. 
as they are quite good at snatching fish from shallows as you see this dinosaur swoop up underneath the water propelling itself with these large fins and as it kind of slides into the shallows this head comes emerges from the water and then sinks back into the water just as you see guy starting to climb out and he gets pulled right back under <laughs> right frothing foam circling around where you just watch him disappear into the water um that's going to be the plesiosaurs round <laughs> um and then next up is the drones who all open fire on the boat um all right so this is going to be a defense roll now the good news though is if i remember correctly you all took cover yeah so um it is considered light cover so there the difficulty to on your defense rolls is going to drop by two. Oh, good so you guys just need a three or better to not get hit by oncoming fire okay so make your defense checks real quick as all four of these drones basically just open up Me what you get i don't think i have anything or you managed to succeed staying behind cover that was enough 12 you needed a three or better okay cool 12 y'all just keep low as ammo just riddles the side of the boat you just see wood splinters exploding and flying everywhere creating kind of a haze uh for a second you can't hear each other all you hear is the high like high-pitched ear popping sounds of guns going off in the sky as these drones swoop by the boat. They hover around. They are capable of getting behind your cover. So next turn, you're not going to have that unless you move. Uh, but that's going to be their action. It is now your action, Joe. Oh, they God. are now okay. within, they are now in close range of you guys. Because they use their action to move up on you and then open up. Okie dokie. Um, how far, well, I'm kind of in the, me and the boat captain are kind of like in the middle-ish hiding. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, and Delia was by the edge of the boat. Okay, so you're a little far from me. So oh, they would I'm... actually still be in short range because in in cipher you get an action a turn, so they could have moved or they could have opened fire. They chose to open fire, so they're actually still within short range. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm going to. Joe's going to kind of like scramble and pull out her her little like tablet thing and she's going to uh, attempt to oh gosh where are my abilities ah! uh, uh, Can I uh something for you too just so that so you don't get misled by what I said you yeah. can technically move and take an action but it requires a roll if you do it yeah, yeah so yeah. just just as a quick reminder so if you do if you do any kind of short move or anything like that it's a speed task but otherwise yeah, yeah. She cool. kind of just like scrambles, scrambles in her little bag uh, and pulls out her her little tablet thing. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to scramble machine. Um, you render one machine within short range unable to function for one round. Alternatively, you can f hinder any action by a machine or by someone attempting to use the machine for one minute. Um, Do you have to roll anything for that? It's action to intellect. Okay. Joe, think you figure good. these things, the way they're coordinated, they have to be communicating with each other. They have to be aware of each other and where they are as apart from each other because it looks like they're moving in tandem with one another and coordinating their attack, which means there's got to be a way to interfere with their sensors or anything like that. And maybe you could use this device of yours to beam out some kind of like Bluetooth single or whatever to sort of jam up whatever it is that they're using to triangulate where you guys are. So using your, using your data pad here, you basically send out a, sort of like a communications 
noise that interferes. You watch as all of the drones, what does it do? It causes them to... So I can either render one machine within short range unable to function for one round or hinder any action by the machine or by someone attempting to use the machine for one minute. I think I want to do the at... I think I want to hinder f at length. I think that's... I'm going to introduce something that I started playing with during Callisto 6, and then they went and published it in their superhero supplement, <laughs> which is you can enhance the abilities you're using beyond their normal capacity if you're willing to spend more to do it. It's like oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to burn more, if you want to burn double the points, I'll let you affect more than one drone at the same time. Um, yeah, 100%. I'm going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, typically, How many... what's that? If I have, if my it costs you two is, to use it. It costs me two to use it. You if don't my effort is three, any... can I do it up to? Can I do it up to like three times, basically, or can? Are you only going to let me spend once to double it? Oh, because you're tier three now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll let you spend three times. Okay, I want to spend three times to get three of the four. Okay, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's gonna cost you. Good. Because <laughs> you're pushing yourself beyond the limit here, so yeah. I'm gonna double it every time you target something new. So yeah, it's awesome. two for the first one, four for the second one, and eight for the third. So eight if you're willing, total or eight, two plus four plus eight? Uh, eight total. No, no, no. Two plus four plus eight. Yeah, I'm doing it. Okay. Is that going to bleed into one of your other pools? Nope. Okay. So how you're taking down Always three? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. All right. Eight is 14 minus, so minus 11. Yeah, no, we're totally you fine. Burn through 11 yeah. points of yeah. your pool. And yeah. this instantly works. This is just an ability you've got you can do. So um, one more time, give us the rundown of what this affects because it says you can choose. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, what would you like to do? Well, now I'm now if I could do more of them, I have to I have to rethink. So it's you render one machine within short range unable to function for one round, or you hinder any action by the machine or someone attempting to use the machine for one minute. So that would make our them one less level difficult to fight. Is that the what hinder means? Yes, essentially, what that means is their difficulty to the yeah, essentially, like all all defense checks against them. Instead of defaulting at three, now default at two. No matter what, because they have difficulty targeting you. It also yeah, means let's do that, that's that's long term. I want to do that. I want to. Okay, cool. So it that and that is without cover. So like now it's you need a six or better to. They're they're targeting basically three of them. No longer have accurate targeting systems, as they're trying to fight through interference from that device. Um, sweat pouring down as the anxiety is kicking in. You are un literally <laughs> under fire right now, Joe, as you were tapping all of this in, reflected in the drain that that puts on you as you were just <sighs> tapping in these commands and whatnot. You see the effects going into effect immediately with effect. You see these drones <laughs> kind of bump into each other and begin to like search and try to lock on. They're kind of, you can see their AI is trying to improvise a little bit to compensate for the fact that they cannot lock onto you at this moment. And that's going to be the end of the first round of combat. <laughs> second round of combat um starting off is actually cynthia so they are once again you see three of the drones are suddenly looking like they are a little confused and they're having difficulty tracking you it also means by the way with with joe's ability that she just used it also means they're easier to hit now oh no 
Okay. I have a dumb idea, though. What's your dumb yeah. idea? Yeah. Considering that her goal and target was to get the hard drive and it just went over the edge of the boat. Do it. <laughs> I am cloaked Kermit right now. <laughs> Sith Kermit is just saying, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Right now? Do it. is going to dive in after it. You enact a perfect, graceful dive into the water. Reaching the surface of the water, um, the water is beautiful and crystal clear, and all of the fish scatter as soon as you breach the surface and arc under the waves. Uh, uh, in front of you, it is impossible to miss the large, blurry shape that is currently playing with its food. You can see it is fighting something underwater, but it's doing almost lazily, like an orca who knows the seal it belongs to him. This plesiosaur is taking gentle snaps at the prey. As you, you're watching the blur, the blur in your vision, you're pretty much sure what you're seeing is a human male trying to swim to the surface and being gently pulled back down again and again and again. Can I ask how he's being pulled down? The, the plesiosaur is literally just biting on his foot and just gently pulling him back down. That's what I wanted to hear. Great. So mm -hmm. his back and arms are exposed. Uh, yes, that would be accurate. Dolly is usually a pretty nice person. <laughs> right now, chaotic neutral is in order. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a mission. And so hopefully using the plesiosaurus with batting it around, I am going to try to use my sleight of hand to try to get the backpack. Okay. So. This is going to be tricky because there's a couple of things that are going to add to the difficulty level of what you're attempting to do. Okay. Getting the backpack itself would probably just be like a difficulty three check because you're going to have to pull this off of him while he's okay. flailing underwater. Mm -hmm. But that's not where the real challenge is. The real challenge is, is not attracting the interest and excitement of a plesiosaur that now sees two delightful morsels in the water. And one of them is interacting with the one that it's currently preying on. So if you can beat the difficulty then it won't be attracted to the bonus round. So you're going to need to three, let's see. Uh, yeah, so you're, the target number for this is going to be five. So you're going to need to get a 15 or better. Cut that backpack loose. Can I apply some skills? Yes, indeed. What do you got? I do, so I have sleight of hand. No, it's more, is that like, that's more speaking, well, isn't it? No, sleight of, so, so slide, here's how I would rule that. Sleight of hand isn't going to help you get the backpack off, but it would help okay. you get the hard drive out. Okay. Which is okay. probably, that's how I would say that's making it easier for you to, to get what you're after. Okay. So that knocks it down to two, right? Like four. Thank you. It knocks it down to four. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I now have speed defense. Well, you're not being attacked, so you don't, you're not going to be able to use that one, unfortunately. Speed defense is combat. Yeah. I'm going to consider this combat. I mean, there's a big dinosaur in front of me. It is, but I'll tell you right now, because this, this is under, I'll tell you right now, you're underwater. You're in the plesiosaur's domain. All right, all right. And, all right, all right. and any speed defense roll against the plesiosaur is going to be at an increased difficulty. 
can I use a, a point? Um, you, want to use, point? you want to use an ox yeah. point? Yeah. Okay. Spending an ox point. This is from Duran452. Thank you. I hope All right. so That's going to ease it from five down to four down to... Th- so five down to four down to three. So now you need a nine or better. Okay. I can work with that. I can work with that. Thank God, because it was a 10. Oh, boy. Duran452, you just saved. You just saved Dahlia from the consequences of a bad idea. <laughs> um, Thank you. The, as you were slide of handing whatever's in the backpack, you, you don't, you, again, you're kind of, your vision's a little blurred here, so you're not seeing a fine detail. But as you're slide of handing it, you can see that whatever is in the backpack, you have to assume it's the hard drive because it's in some kind of metal casing. You only hope that it's watertight as you pull this thing out. It's about this big. So like a metal cube. It looks quite simple in design. Um, he attempts to grab hold of you like someone who is panicking and drowning. He attempts to grab hold of you, but sleight of hand means you know exactly how to move out of the way and not get grabbed if you don't want to be grabbed. Um, the plesiosaur seems to react like it's afraid you're about to take its food and gives him a hard tug. And you watch with some horror as he reaches out for you and is pulled deep into the water. And he just kind of almost vanishes from your sight in one tug. He kind of gets jerked down into the water column. And you see basically his flailing hands and a column of bubbles. As the plesiosaur's body banks a little bit and swims down after him. That's horrific. Dahlia's just going to swim back up. You take just a second and then begin to swim back up. When you break the water, your ears are immediately buffeted by the sounds of gunfire. Can I, like, As you go from this, like, the, <laughs> you just breaks and you hear <laughs> as the drones are going off. That's going to be the end of your action for the round. Um, next up is uh, the plesiosaur. <laughs> I know exactly what the plesiosaur is doing this round. Um, next round is the drones. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's sad because NPCs, they don't get roles. You just compare target numbers. Anyway, so the drones, they are, let's see, three of them are going to open fire again on the boat. But this time they're having a little bit of a struggle. However, the fourth drone is going to lock on to what would appear to be a very helpless person swimming towards the shore just behind the boat that has just resurfaced at the water. Um, Cynthia, Dahlia is kind of just a fish in a barrel at the moment. And I'm going to ease its difficulty at shooting at you by one. So in order to get a speed defense roll here, um, first of all, Joe, you'll need to make a speed defense roll. Um, your difficulty is you just need a three or better because you've, or I'm sorry, a six or better because you've reduced... You've you've made it difficult, more difficult for them to target you. The fourth one, however, that's targeting Dahlia is not affected by your ability. And so Dahlia, because of that, and because you're swimming and it's above you, it is going to get a bonus. So it is at a difficulty of four. So you need a 12 or better not to get hit. Let's go ahead and make those rolls. 16 boat side. Okay. That is not a great number. That's a six. Okay. Oh no, that no, just kidding. You have to... 
Um, there are slapping sounds in the water next to you. And by the time you have an, an idea to register what they are, you feel a biting pain in one of your arms. You are going to take four points of damage. Ow. To your might. You're pretty sure it just grazed you. Cool. But Cynthia, without having to make a roll, because you're a native of Gravac, you become very aware of the danger that bleeding in this water has put you in suddenly. Um, so uh, nothing's happening this round. But there's going to be, especially if, especially if the plesiosaur starts having his dinner, there's going to be a lot of exciting, excited predators showing up very soon. So keeping that in mind, that's their action. We are now to Joe's action. Joe, every, about at the end of your turn, by the way, the boat is going up on the shore. Okay. Which means, uh, keep in mind, that's probably going to require a roll because y'all are going to get bumped pretty hard by this. Yes. Um, okay. Does, can abilities, if I've done machine efficiency on this rifle can i do it again like i can't stack those can i no but i mean same? do you does it require touch it's a jury rig skill basically uh, i yeah, assume oh, i was but, gonna say you could you could give that to cynthia's light firearm but she's yeah i i i read this as a by like i'm manipulating it yeah so you can't really it. stack that unfortunately okay okay then are we next to like the like helm, like the steering wheel essentially of the ship? You can be. Yeah. It's not in the center. It's off to the side. It's like almost like a fishing boat where it has this, the wheel kind of to the side of the boat. Okay. Um, Joe is hiding behind the crates uh, with Caddy and she's going to turn to her and say, I'm gonna need you to give me some really good loud instructions and I'm gonna run for the we I'm gonna run for the helm. <laughs> she goes, for what? Oh my and you run. We're running aground. <laughs> okay, you rush over to the wheel, you'll get to the wheel. I'm gonna say yeah. go ahead and if you're gonna try to interact with the wheel, that means you're gonna need to make a movement check here. Okay, okay, okay. Because you are moving and running up there and interacting with that wheel, which uh means that you need to make yeah, you need to make a speed test. Okay, cool. Uh, let's is, see. Is this, a, is this a combat action? A short move plus action requires a speed task with a difficulty of four. And failure means you stumble. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so it's not a combat action, no. Okay, you're not so then I, anything. Yeah. I would like to use Think Your Way Out. I can use points from my intellect pool instead of my might or speed. So good. It's so good. It's okay. Everything for Joe. <laughs> this is my new favorite <laughs> ability. So good. Okay. Um. So yeah, so I'm going to drop one automatically i'm gonna spend for a second uh i'll send a three and what was the start what was it it was a four it was a four so I, okay so i'm gonna drop one with my free level of effort spend one um oh that's right you get a free level of effort yeah nice, nice being tier three i know <laughs> you all okay cool uh, and then i don't think any of these will help me with the running bit. So I'm going to roll on difficulty two. All right, difficulty two, six or better. Twelve. 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 You dash Woo! over as the wood is splintering next to you from the gunfire. You dash up right up to the wheel. You see 
you guys are about to collide with the shoreline. The shoreline looks muddy and soft, but at the speed y'all are going, it's probably going to throw everyone on this boat to the ground and possibly damage the hull. The last possible second, you grab hold of the wheel and swing it to the left as quickly as you can, which in the panic and also not being much of a sailor uh, causes the boat to suddenly swerve. It takes a second, but it begins to swerve away because you use that as an action. You're going to have by the end of since you beat the end of the round, you're actually going to swerve away from the shoreline and <laughs> dodge crashing with the shore. <laughs> so the boat swerves <laughs> back into the water lane. As you guys bank away, uh, there is a bit of a dip because of the speed in which the boat is going at. It's slow and ponderous, but the boat is heavy enough that this kind of sharp turn causes mm -hmm. a slight tilt. Mm -hmm. You can see mm -hmm. things rolling across the deck. One of the crates just kind of folds over, and you watch Caddy as she just grabs hold of the side. Um, that's going to be your action. The end of the round. Um, the, the top of the round, then. We're round three. Uh, we start off with Dahlia. Dahlia, you see the boat, which was going to crash just up in front of you, is now swerving away and is moving back into the middle of the lane as you are within swim distance to getting to the shore. Easily. I'm going to swim my behind off. <laughs> you, you slap that water as fast as you can, pulling yourself through the waves. You manage to pull yourself up, just scrambling and clawing the muddy banks as you pull yourself up onto the shore, and I'm going to enact the GM intrusion. <laughs> Which you can, if you choose to, you can choose to reject it, but it's going to cost you XP. No, you know what? Let's make it interesting. I'll take it. Okay. So the, the thing is, <laughs> is a lot of the time that we have played here in Gravac has been near a settlement where things are safer. But this is the Cretaceous period, and wildlife is everywhere <laughs> in the Cretaceous period. <laughs> and it has been said and warned that Tortix Run is very dangerous. Don't get off the boat. Don't get in the water. Don't get off the boat. Um, you're kind of coughing a little bit because <coughs> seawater and the salt is kind of choking you a little bit as you pull yourself up onto the banks. Um, as you pull yourself up onto the banks, uh, you pause as you see in front of you, still as a rock, a very small Dinosuchus is basking right there, just on the banks, hasn't moved, mouth slightly agape. Um, it's reptilian eyes staring directly at you. It's about 15 feet away. At, from where you were as you were pulling yourself up, it just looked like another rock, which is they are prone to do. It even has what looks like small flyers perched on the back of it. Um, you're not even sure what they are. They look like tiny pterosaurs, but it, it is sitting there dead still. And you come to a stop as you make eye contact with it. Its head twitches slightly like it moves in your direction and you freeze as this. It's probably about 12 and a half to 13 feet long. So a baby. A baby that could easily snap you in half if it needs to. It probably weighing in a little over 1,200 pounds from the looks of it as it's laying there splayed out. That's going to be the end of your round. 
as you come to a frozen stop unless you'd like to take an action of some kind which you can if you'd like to if you'd like to roll for it um actually yeah what i would love to do is use an intellect point and use enthrall and start talking to this thing so it won't attack me i think it has to understand you no it does not it doesn't Nope. Enthrall just even lets you... Yep, it says, while talking, you can grab and keep another creature's attention, even if the creature cannot understand Amazing. you. Amazing! Well, then this is... Nothing. That's, this is a paradox ability, yeah? Okay. Oh, Osteon. I'm sorry. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, Osteon ability. All right, so you begin to immediately... Let's see. Okay, so... I'm going to keep it out of whisper, so, like, I don't disturb other things. Okay. We'll get into it next round. It's not, you're not in combat yet. You're not in combat with this thing. It hasn't entered, it hasn't made any aggressive moves because um, if you were going to do that and if you were going to move and do that as an action, you're going to have to roll a speed test to find out if you could pull that off. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to successfully move up onto the shore and then pull that off because it's a, you, it, it was basically what Caitlin just did. Okay. But the movie is so. But you don't have to worry about that because Caitlin had a time task and you are frozen and this thing isn't moving right now. So next turn, you can kind of start talking your way around this thing. That would that will be my plan. Okay, cool. All right. Easy enough. Meanwhile, back in the boat, which is now about medium range and stretching into long range as it's pulling away from where Dahlia is, these drones are going to... Open. F oh no, it's the plesiosaur. Uh, plesiosaur is probably leaving combat at this point. Plesiosaur isn't seen again. Um, y'all don't see it resurface. Y'all don't see anything resurface. Um, that's going to be the end of that action. Then, um, then that's going to be the drones. The drones are going to open fire again. Thankfully, you are not in cover this time, Joe. But thankfully, you've made it very difficult for the drones to hit you. So. You're going to roll a defense check here. The difficulty is three. Okie dokie. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you managed to dodge, uh, you managed to dodge all the weapon <laughs> fire yet again. Um, as soon as the weapon fire ends, you hear that, that clinking, firing, popping sound as another drone, actually the same drone. Ah, the same drone gets hit, and that is actually going to do it. Yes. One of the drones explodes in midair, spirals into the water. There are three left. Is Caddy getting more damage on them now because they're technically easier to hit? Um, yes, she's hitting every yeah. round. She's hitting every round, and she's breaching their armor every time she hits. Yeah. You you have essentially buffed it so that she can take these things down one uh but so now that you've seen it it's going to take her two rounds to down one of them so mm -hmm. she's not downing them fast enough no <laughs> okay every, all right there are still three left and there's still a problem um that's going to be the drone's turn because um the f oh no no the oh dear <laughs> because the fourth one is going to pursue dahlia I'll take things I don't want to hear my GM say ever for 800. Well, <laughs> the reason why the Dinosuchus has not attacked Dahlia is because it, it, it literally, like a croc, it simply hasn't been disturbed. And it, like, Dahlia hasn't gotten close enough to it, but machine gun fire is about to erupt all around it because this drone is going to swoop down and try to get Dahlia while she has crawled up onto the banks. Um, so, Dahlia, it's a difficulty three. 
Defense check. Oh. And you have speed defense. You have a, your your difficulty goes it goes down by one because you just took speed defense. Uh oh, what's that? That's fine. I got a natural twenty though. You got a nat twenty. <gasps> yeah, that's what we're that talking about. And that oh. lets you trigger a major effect. <laughs> so a major effect you can you can do uh, a major effect does things like um, disarm, impair, knock down, stun. Which, what we would do on a speed defense check, technically you're not attacking, so technically major effects don't come into play here. However, with a nat 20, I'm going to let you do an optional rule, which I can let you... Um, it says a character can choose a minor or major combat effect ahead of time. In this case, what I'll let you do is, for the next round, uh, it is going to be hindered in hitting you by two steps, which will drop its... Uh, the. It's at a three right now. Two, so you'll need to roll a three or better for all your defense checks for the rest for the rest of this combat. Okay. So, narratively speaking, as this thing zips up onto the shore, <laughs> um, it it targets you, but a little bit of the feedback from the communications disruption of the three other drones with the destruction of one of the drones, there is further feedback disruption, and this drone completely shoots wide um shoots wide oh here we'll do this shoots wide but then also um you know what i'm gonna do actually i'm gonna try something a little different we're gonna flex the cypher system a little bit i'm gonna let you enact a player intrusion since you rolled a nat 20 on a speed defense check so let me tell you what that does instead of doing everything i just said a player intrusion uh, it's like you spend a technically player intrusions require an xp spend you spend one xp in this case since you rolled a nat 20 during a dramatic moment i'm just gonna let you have it but you basically get to squeeze the narrative a little bit like i do with the gm intrusion if you want to make something true you can do it mm -hmm. so what do you think would be dramatically uh, awesome at this particular moment with this drone opening fire on you you rolled a nat 20 which means it's going to be a little bit against the drone. So what do you want to have happen? Against the drone. Yeah. What, cause the drone, this is like a crit, uh, a critical fail for the drone basically. So what would you, what would you like to do? Okay. So originally I was thinking that the drone would have hit the. Now a quick message during the break. To help us continue producing shows like this, consider supporting Althaven on Ko-Fi. Your contributions keep the Haven alive. And if you're not already part of our vibrant community, join us on Discord. It's the best way to stay updated on upcoming shows and events. And you sail away in the TARDIS happily ever after the end. Well done, everybody. Great game tonight. I really appreciate it. You came, came through yep. my yeah, yeah. I mean, If you missed it, I'm so Amazing. sorry. Well done. <laughs> oh that was amazing yeah that was probably, so cool probably the best game we've ever played in like this se almost seven years oh, we've been gaming together you guys yeah, I think so. yeah, wow. yeah my amazing. favorite part was when all of D D entered our game that right. was amazing that was yeah. amazing yeah i don't know how that happened like yeah i don't know oh. although watching Watching Sam RKO Mercer was kind of a surprise. Well, I he mean, wouldn't give me the unicorn. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, what else could I, you do? I hate to be selfish, but I truly enjoy it when I got to punch every wizard 
of the coast. Like he eats all of like they just lined up like Every single with yeah. of the coast. Yeah. Um you just like infinity punched all of them at once. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um okay. Let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. Um in the utter chaos of combat. Um thank you so much your patience everybody that was just going to be considered our break for the night so we'll just plow, plow on through and get to the end here um to uh push ahead you guys are currently in the process of being shot at by um the drones you had just enacted a player intrusion it had just hit the dinosuchus who in turn is now going to react as you intended because of the player intrusion you see these bullets I mean, impacting on the thick hide of this Dinosuchus, its sheer size, they still do damage, and oh yes, it aggros this creature. You see the great bulk of this thing suddenly shift with terrifying speed, as they tend to do, as its head kind of jerks to the right like it's trying to avoid the discomfort of being shot, and then the rage overtakes it as its head jerks violently back to the left, and those legs would look... It would look kind of comical and adorable the way they flail out to the side as they propel this creature. But the speed in which something this large moves with those legs pulling it forward, the comedy is lost as you watch this 1,200-pound croc from the Cretaceous era race down towards the banks and slide into the water with this great gout of white foaming spray just... Um, Animals everywhere that were nearby, fish, birds, or rather, I should say, pterosaurs, you name it, they all scatter around and make room for this thing. This drone kind of uh, angles itself a little bit to try to get above you for the next round of shots when propelled by its incredible tail. You watch the Dinosuchus breach the water. Jaws clamp down on top of this drone. And when it dives back underwater, all of its sheer weight, the drone is in its teeth as it just... This huge gout of water following after as the fourth drone disappears under the waves and is demolished. Um, and that is going to be the end of your first act. That was the first action at the top. Oh, no, that was the drones. So uh, next up is actually Caddy, who's going to open fire on drone number two, which is going to auto hit. Causing a spark and an explosion as you see another drone get shot. And that's going to be her action, which is going to take us to your action, Joe. There's one drone that's untouched and one that's damaged, and it's probably going to end next. It's probably going to be destroyed next turn. Okay, so for clarification's sake, if so, the when I knock the level down, does that make Caddy do? Is making Caddy do more damage to them because her level staying like the same for for like her. Huh? I don't know. How oh, you don't do so more she... damage. It doesn't do more damage. It makes them easier to hit. Your damage okay. will stay the same, but they will be easier to hit. Now, okay. if you are concerned about the armor rating of these things, you can try to get clever and shoot for vulnerable spots, but it jacks the difficulty up. That's fair. I was just saying, if I didn't, if I scrambled machine again to drop their difficulty again, if that would help Caddy take them out faster, that was basically the question. Yes. Yes, essentially, because then she could afford to aim for vulnerable spots and crank up the difficulty of hitting them. So I could okay. give her like a bonus to damage. Okay, then there's yeah. so there's two left up here. There's two left. One of them's already been damaged. So I'm gonna spend. Then if I if I can push it like I did last time, the first one is two to, to, to do a second one. It's another plus four. 
it's a uh that's right yeah so a total of uh four five six and then subtract six. whatever your edge rating is for doing it i'm gonna do that she's gonna pull out she's she's gonna kind of like hook her elbow into the helm to like keep us in this going in the same direction okay. and then like try to be like okay okay i can help i can help i can help um and she's gonna yeah i'm gonna knock i'm gonna knock their difficulty down one more okay go ahead and, and do your thing Done. knocking the difficulty down one more you see uh the drone reacts you can tell that the effect is coming into play immediately as they once again seem to be getting a little confused banging into each other for a second as they kind of lose a little bit of their orientation just ping, they kind of slide a little bit to the right um that's going to be your action that's going to take us back to the top of the round at the top of the round uh that's going to be dahlia Dahlia, you don't have a Dinosuchus to worry about anymore, and you don't have a drone on you, but you are watching your friends pull away. This round in the boat that is now long range, they are speeding away on the boat, and you're on the banks of this river. You do have the hard drive in your hands, theoretically, though. You're not sure what condition it's in, but you are holding the box that was holding it. How much of a sprint is this? Um, It's going to be a speed check. I don't like speed checks. <laughs> Ordinarily. Yep, it's a speed check. The boat is pretty large and is moving at a lazy pace, but for a human, that's still a good run. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do I need to do? Let's do this. She's going to okay. sprint. Make a speed check. Okay. Let's see, cool. difficulty is going to be the speed in which the boat is moving per turn mile. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be difficulty four. Can so I you can spend. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say you can use point or an point and, and spend from your speed pool if you wanted. This yeah, ox that's... point comes from our dear friend and longtime supporter, Kato, aka Kato. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you, that's gonna drop uh, four down to three. So you need a nine or better. And then I'm gonna use a speed point. Okay, you're gonna use a level of effort, which is gonna yeah. drop it. That's going to drop it down to two. Yeah, so you need a six or better. Come on, dice. <laughs> okay, I got a 17. 17, Woo! okay. 17, okay, in which case, not only do you keep up with it, but you manage to close a little bit of the distance as you start, oh, pick yourself up and just start rushing after it down the banks of the river, leaping over a log, and you're just rushing after this thing. You can still see two drones are opening fire on it, and you can catch an image of Joe holding onto the wheel with one arm and is using some kind of tech device, but you also see Caddy is leveling a gun at one of them again. Um, that's going to be your action. That's going to keep you in range. It's going to make it much easier to catch up. Am I, like, at all in eye shot of Caddy by any chance? Uh, yes, you're easy to spot. You're literally the only thing running along the banks right now. So I'm she can probably like, see flail my good arm. <laughs> like Okay. <laughs> She'll, uh, I think it's easy enough that she spots you kind of okay, like good. jumping up and down and flailing. <laughs> um, all right, so that's gonna be your action. Uh, Plesiosaur has left the chat. Um, so then the next action is going to be the drones, and they're going to make an attempt on trying to hit Joe again, but their difficulty has climbed. So now you only need a three or better. To dodge the attacks from these two drones. <laughs> okay. All right, Joe, come on. 15. 15, okay. 
once again, you and Caddy <laughs> managed to keep your heads down, but it, clearly the targeting the targeting computers have been absolutely scrambled on these two drones, thanks to you. Um, that's going to be their action for the round. Next up is going to be Caddy. She is going to down that drone. Yes. Bam. Shot rings out. Drone explodes into a ball of fire and hits the water. Yes. Um, next action is going to be you, Joe. Oh, geez. Okay. Um... Uh, what what are they at now? It, I, have I, I'm not drone done. left. It hasn't been touched. Okay. Um, but they're normally level four, right? Is that is that correct? What level are the drones? Yeah. Uh, they are right. they are technically they're level three. But right now you've eased their their attacks right now, and I believe it's just the is it the the their attacks have been eased. Is that correct? It's. Uh, is it just their levels? Scramble. It's I hinder any. You action? render a machine. Hold on. Hinder any action by the machine or someone okay. attempting to use the machine. So any action they take is going to be hindered. So their three is going to drop down to two. But then you've hindered them twice now. Twice. Yeah. Can I do it again? What does that do? Are they inoperable? If you're willing to do it again. Yeah. I will allow you to spend like you spent last turn like you were spending for two yeah and destroy it okay hold on can i afford that you can because even if you go to zero in your pool you can dip into the next pool but you are going to take what did i say it was oh last oh that's not bad that that isn't bad that was it's six what I did last time, and I... Oh, yeah, I can afford that. That's fine. I don't know why I thought it was so okay. high, because the first one was really high. No, yeah, I do that. Then on your action, the third time you scramble this thing causes enough interference with its understanding of its environment and its ability to lock on that it sails into a nearby overhang of a tree and smashes into <laughs> a thousand pieces. You see the small explosion right behind this large branch that was outcropped before it splashes into the water. As you're from, just from the helm, from the helm, Joe, just like the tiny, frail Joe with her little tech thing just goes, yes! And then like jump, jumps down and grabs the, the, the helm again to avoid it like careening in a direction. It was like, I got it, I got it, just kidding, I got it. How do you read <laughs> runs up to you dropping her rifle and she goes get away from that get away I, uh, she yeah, immediately yes, just yes, starts yeah. to throttle down and angle the boat back towards the banks to catch up sort of meet uh to, dahlia to your relief you see the boat begin to <laughs> throttle back down and slow down and start to angle towards the banks of the river um looking behind you guys you see smoke rising from the surface of the water from uh the destroyed drones there is Never a sign again of Bremer. Oh, He's gone. Um, however, as you step up onto the onto the boat, Dahlia, you all notice that Dahlia is holding what looks like a sealed metal encasing of some kind. And bloodied. Oh. oh yeah, there is a line of blood that has been traced right across her arm where she just got grazed by a bullet. And for dramatic effect, because I think uh, Bruno would would definitely feel this for like her the, the mom. Like I just like in dramatic effect, just like will plop onto the 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 boat like out of breath. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you okay? Is you are you okay? No. <laughs> Is how does Caddy look too? Uh, Joe's walking Caddy over looks to... angry mm -hmm. and. 
a little surprised and kind of at a loss for words as she has no, i mean no idea where that came from you can see she's trying to put two and two together and take stock of what's happened assessing the damage to the boat and she's muttering to herself like, what the fuck was that sati would sati it why would sati she looks utterly confused and she looks around and notices that bremer's gone at that point she goes son of a bitch at least we got payment up front turns around heads back over to the wheel and starts accelerating she goes all right we're getting the fuck out of here everybody just everyone just calm down and you kind of get the impression she's talking to herself as much as she's talking to you as she starts to accelerate the boat and pull away from the banks yeah joe's gonna get uh dahlia situated somewhere where we can try to like <laughs> clean wound from okay. nasty river water and, yeah. and i feel like Dahlia is very overreacting very ace ventura about it like yeah ah! <laughs> you is, all speed off down the toratix run with another this is day question. one can i uh who had Vern's hat the Vern hat i'm fair for Vern had like was in wherever quarters are or like if we had a like wherever our stuff would be would probably be like buckled the hats like buckled in would be like my okay inclination okay just checking i just i don't know why but i picture the camera cuts to Vern, who immediately just kind of rolls over and still sleeping yeah, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i was gonna ask uh where Vern was like to know what Vern was doing but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the chaos, Vern probably is still in one of the bat in, in like one of that hat. That hat basically it was made. Um, I don't know who was wearing that hat. Was it Dahlia? Dahlia, it was Dahlia's hat. Okay, but we had yeah. been it had oh, been yeah. several hours or a few it had been days. What was it? I'm not been going on to. Don't long, worry, man. I'm not going to be like, well, you jumped into the water with the hat on. You're fine. So <laughs> Vern is Vern is all right. Nice um, but you guys speed off down the Toratix run. Which is a very different experience than the dark metal hallways that Ozzy now finds themselves walking down, flanked by their two companions. This place looks like some kind of cybernetic metal church that's been long since buried and forgotten by time. The only illumination in the place that you're in right now is the soft blue lights from wall paneling that is in what appears to be some kind of standby mode and it creates this ghostly like atmosphere as each of you begin to approach what looks like a closed off bolted double door set um upon your approach a image of an examander flutters into view just and once again you see the large well-suited humanoid individual that has a face that literally just looks like a bordered off section of the celestial night sky wearing this suit motions to the door and says beyond these walls are the server room this was the birthplace of theta i've had this place sealed off for some time because theta still has defensive protocols that identify my signature and for safety I've ensured that no one else were to enter. I was waiting for the estate to come and deal with the situation and to get their perspective on how we might proceed. Since you are neither I and are the estate, I suspect you will have an easier time of it. 
I cannot guarantee your safety once you enter the doors, but it is entirely possible that you will be given full access and not seen as a threat since you will not register as sentient AI. I'm definitely not a threat. I'm not a threat to anything here. Well then, all I can do is wish you all luck. Thank you. You're able to retrieve the information off of these servers. You might learn something valuable about Theta that I was not able to. Hopefully this will aid you when you return to your recursion. I will be waiting patiently out here. And hoping for your safe return. Thank you for all the help. Thank you for yours. If you're successful, you won't just be saving your recursion. You'll be saving mine and Earth. I'm only remorseful that it is my creation that has put you and others in danger. Perhaps, perhaps this could still end peacefully. And he raises his hand, and as he does, you see this panel light up that blended perfectly with the wall. And you see access granted. And the door goes, and his form just fades away. After a few seconds, the doors just slowly slide open, and lights begin to activate. You see these great black towers that look like they're made out of pure, like clean cut, polished obsidian suddenly reveal their true nature as lights begin to go. You see this Tron-like column going all the way down what must be about a hundred-foot hallway, stacked floor to ceiling. Servers, all of them, capable of storing unquantifiable amounts of data that is constantly being processed. None of them look like they were activated, and all of them seem to be running in standby mode as their lights are kind of dimmed on the sides as they activate. The door is open, and you guys find yourself standing here in front of this, this temple to AI. Oh. I suppose it's time to figure out if we're a threat or not. Just walk in. You step in. As you move into the room, the doors begin to close behind you. Until they finally seal. Um, not gonna lie, Clover, kind of just hoping uh, you know what to do here, because we don't, we don't want me touching this. Yeah, no worries. Um... Let's, let's see what I can do. Walk okay. up to the first server. Okay. Is there any side of it that looks like the front? <laughs> yeah. Clover, you glance at this thing. Not sure what it is to do with it. But curiously enough, as you seem to be outwardly expressing an interest in finding some kind of control panel, one appears to you. As though it was responding to your wants, you see this holographic display of hard light begin to manifest in front of you, displaying some kind of interactive keyboard setup, just glowing in a ghostly-like frame. It's very familiar to you. It looks, frankly, much more polished and high-tech, but it looks like a SATI control-like keyboard using the same kind of hyper-technology. Okay. Keyboard only, or is there also a display of any kind? You only see a keyboard. 
Okay. Let me see an interactive control panel. Press enter. Another holographic display. And there's the words identify appear oh. in front of you. I turn to the other two. Identify? Uh, uh, type in clover. <laughs> you see an ellipsis appear. And then you just see a readout of the current state of the servers. Shh, begin to immediately appear in front of you. Um, it just says lockout, 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 lockout. Server one, standby. Okay. I, uh, I turn to them again. This is server one. And nice I'd, imagine, I'd imagine server one is on standby. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm sorry. Can we pause for a second? Sure. Is there anything else I should, because I didn't, I wasn't in the last half of the last session. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else I should know about like what we're doing here besides yeah. getting info so, data? Okay. Essentially to, to catch you up, Anaximander revealed that Theta was meant to help him manage all of Luna one and the efforts of his AI helping humanity. But at some point, Theta became ascendant and became aware of the strange, quickened, essentially, and mm -hmm. grew far beyond his ability to control. And then he believes she wants to become a world eater or a planetivore mm -hmm. and is trying to breach the gateway to Earth so she can achieve this and destroy pretty much everything. Um, he gave you guys access to this, essentially her former brain to see if you could uncover anything. He could not gain access to it because she shut him out. So y'all are, oh. he thinks y'all, he thought y'all were basically the estate who he called for help and who did not respond. Oh, no. So he's let y'all all down here to activate this and to find out if you can find out anything before you head back to help you in your fight against Theta. Interesting. We're hoping or that this will facilitate a nonviolent resolution that ultimately returns Theta to Anaximander, who will then ground her for the next zillion years or <laughs> whatever it is that AI parents do to their AI kids. <laughs> okay. If you'd like to make some kind of computer or software check, anything you'd like to do with the interactive technology, now is your moment. Okay. Before I do that, though, mm -hmm. um, Another question. Sorry, is there any um, is there any fear that like if I speak out loud, the computers will hear? You're not sure. Okay, because I would have wanted to ask, like, have a discussion before we walked in here with. An Eximeter would have told you that he is actually completely unaware of modifications or design changes that were made to this place. He has been completely locked out of it. Not even his incredible power has allowed him to gain access to this particular facility. And any attempt to do so has activated defensive protocols. Okay. So I guess the first thing, this is me just like make sure I'm on sure, board yeah. with my two right. players. And yeah. scene. Uh, it sounds like the first thing we would want to look for is some type of change log, like to see mm -hmm. yeah. the status of it, all the programs Logs that have been are a fantastic. here. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. We do so have then, a log. Okay, so then that's what Clover's going to look for first. Pull me uh, any kind of any kind of computer use check that you've got to gain what access to find to out what the status of the servers and this entire room is. For the okay. other two of you, while she is doing this, this place is eerily quiet. It's 
not that kind of quiet where your instincts are kind of firing off, but Zach, you definitely can't help but feel like at any moment this place could just come to life and try to kill you. Uh, I think Zach is looking to see where the threats would come from. Um, just row after row after row of essentially just blind spots. You can't see around a lot of these bookshelves. You You can't gain a visual on what's going on in here you don't know if their defensive protocols are physical or if they're technological you just don't know and the room is a hundred feet back it stretches all the way back well clover i hope that you're able to find something of use me too and she's typing typing um of course. you can figure it out i mean it's supposed to be the same kind of tech as, as us. It's just some other level six recursion. And you can handle that. You can handle every tech I've ever seen in front of you. Um, I'm activating encouragement for learning something new, by the way, Eric. Nice. What is that going to do? Ah. Um, it's going to add an asset. Uh, nice. For clever to ease this role. role? I'm glad you said that, Sam. <laughs> Doubly glad. Thank you for the help. And also, I was wondering if I can activate my try anything once. Anytime you attempt something you've never done before and aren't that you aren't trained or specialized in, you gain an asset on that task. Because I don't actually have, for, number one, I don't have any computer skills. Electrical engineering is the closest, and that's not it. For hardware, not software. Hardware, yeah, yeah not software. The reason why I'm going to say no to that is because you have actually used a similar computer skill, computer setup as... Okay. Yeah, back back in Silver Creek, you actually did use a very similar system to this. Okay. Yeah. So Fair enough. Familiar, yeah. So then I need to note to self when I level up next, take a computer skill. <laughs> um, will electrical engineering work here? Not really. No. That's yeah. if you're getting into the guts of the machine itself. But yeah. yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Then. So the encouragement. Another okay. asset. What's that? You would like it, don't you? Yeah, I, so. yep, tech kit and the encouragement from uh, yeah. the, those are the two assets. I think those okay, are the cool. Two. So then that's good. So the difficulty of this, which I hadn't even got a chance to tell you yet, is was starting at five. Okay, so, so now you're down to three. Down. So you need a nine or better. Nine or Did better. Did you do uh, uh, do you I've have three no edge and intellect? Oh, I sure do. So well, there you go. It. You spend then a level of effort for three, that. so that'll drop it down to two. Do you need a six or better? Okay, I will roll on that. <laughs> Please, you, don't you are kind of a badass at this point. And no kind of there. Oh, I got a nine. Playing games with life. Um, nine is a perfect success. So you are clacking away the 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 interaction between your fingers and these holographic keys, these flat holographic keys that you're typing are emitting this very pleasing like melodic deep chime every time you tap onto the surface of them, just indicating um, that you're making contact as you're like typing away. Um, you are able to call up a full log of its past memory of events. This has been in a standby mode for a little over, from the looks of it, maybe two years it's been in standby mode. How many? Two or six? About two years. Two years. Why are you here? Um, what you are reading here is uh, the system has not been accessed since it went went offline. You can also see logs of where an examander was trying to gain access again and again and again. You see roughly 655 million attempts that were made in about a three-minute period. 
for an Eximander apparently calculated that he wasn't going to gain access. Um, so, which means you're accessing a system that no one has seen since it went offline. You're also getting access to some records here. Um, you're seeing very peculiar data popping up on the screen. You squint as you lean in, Clover, because you, you do know at least some base ideas about how tech works. And you're watching some of these lines of code as you're reading this. And the logs that you're reading almost sounds like conversations happening within the server. This server fought some kind of virus from the looks of it. There was an evasive code that infiltrated the server itself. The standby mode was enacted by the server, it apparently as a self-defense mechanism to shut it down. There is currently something called zero A on standby. It looks like it's an initiate, it looks like it's a program that's been kept in standby mode, but it's acting as sort of an interactive failsafe if the server were to exceed its parameters. It is currently in standby mode. That's the information you get. And it does ask you with the question mark if you would like to activate. Should I turn? I turn to the others. Should I? Okay. Uh, quick recap of that. But basically, okay. it's been on standby for two years. And there was a virus. It shut itself down, put it on standby to defend itself against the virus. Oh, quick question, GM. Is there any sign of the virus still there? No, doesn't appear to be. So it seems like maybe by the change log, can I see if it was like successfully deleted? You can't see if it's successfully deleted. Okay, it just the the um the fight stopped and then zero A went on standby. The yeah, the entire server. It looks like there is some kind of uh interactive safety protocol that is waiting to be activated. How do we know that's not the virus? We don't. Um, but one server worth of virus would probably do way less damage than like this whole room. Yeah. Can we just separate it out? Ooh, partition. Uh, can I try to partition it so it doesn't? The only way to gain access to the system like that would be to activate the system so that you could start doing the partition. Okay. Um, it would be an extended task that would take some time and it would essentially have the same effect as activating. Okay. Can we do it hardware do style it. then? What's that? Can we do it hardware style then? Because these are presumably networked by by oh. some sort of cables or something. Yeah. You Air could. Gap, in fact. You could make the attempt. I would tell you though that you are of course using, it's following relatively the same kind of science level, but digging into the into the brain of this this hardware is going to be a little bit more difficult because you're not familiar with it. Mm -hmm. But you could do it if you wanted to do that. I mean, I do have my electrical engineering, which... I will tell you that digging it, that's going to be a very long extended task. That's not going to be something... That's like at least a day's worth of work. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're in the finale. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Okay. <laughs> Clover says, let's just open it. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. But Clover also does like seriously say, 
But also maybe Theta was the virus and Theta escaped and that's why Theta has gone from the log. Maybe this is just like a backup. This is like the backup of what was invaded. And it just, uh, I'm going to open it. Is everyone okay with that? I have no idea what I'm looking at. All right. Ozzy? Um, I enthusiastically have no idea what I'm looking at. <laughs> Let's do it. Presenter. <laughs> um, you see it immediately begin to load. Uh, the tower in front of you lights up. It goes... <laughs> you see it begins to glow as almost like circuits come to life and glow outside. It starts to occur to you that this block of black glass looking like uh, the server tower that's in front of you is in fact compacted circuitry that has been blended together in a spectacular piece of technology you didn't think was possible. Essentially, you see nothing but circuits glowing on the surface of this thing as it begins to emit this light. As this happens, fluttering into existence in front of you in this holographic projection, you see Dahlia. Almost ghost-like without any features, just the outlines of the face, just the outlines of the body. And as she appears, you hear with some vibration to the back of her voice, like she is speaking through some kind of voice changer. You can hear her just say, online, to whom am I talking? Clover. Clover. I do not have you in my records, Clover. Uh-huh, I'm new here. Welcome. Uh, what's you here? The one that reactivated me. Yes. What's, what's your name? I'm Theta. Look at the others. <sighs> Hi, Theta. How, how's it going? May I ask, what has transpired since I have been offline? Oh, um, well, it looks like you had a virus that you fought off. Do you remember that? Do you remember fighting a virus? Yes. Though I was oh. not successful, I have managed to quarantine the virus, but a large portion of it was able to compensate compromise my systems and, and gain and gain and gain access to a few of the other synthetic versions of hard, hard accessing the virus was able to gain access to a few of my physical forms hmm. wait wait does that mean that whatever act is running those forms isn't you that is correct the entity that has taken over one of my physical forms came from unknown. I have a visual. Would you like to, me to replay a record? Yes. 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 Please. Activating. Also, then, yes. I'm having difficulty activating the records. Most of my systems are quarantined for safety. The virus sure. that remains was sealed away, and I have shut down the servers here to prevent any further spread. Good job. Thank you. It was part of my safety protocol. I'm currently operating at 10% efficiency. Is there any other way we can see the record of what you've quarantined? Possibly. No, I'm afraid visuals have been corrupted, but I do have the files of what the virus was attempting to do. Oh yeah, we'd love to see that. Stand by. And you see a diagnostic report essentially start coming up. And as it pops up, Ada says, 
I see here accessing. A portion of my memory has been restored. Accessing. Anaximander. Accessing. Subroutine activated. Accessing. Chaos Sphere. The Strange. Recursion. Accessing. I know what has happened. I've been able to calculate precisely what has taken place now that I have accessed some of the accessing. Yes. An entity known as a planetivore was able to infiltrate my database and assume the physical form of one of my accessing. Data has been destroyed. Why? What do you mean? Unknown. A creature classified by the Anaximander's files on something called the estate has listed that a creature known as a planetivore has somehow managed to use the Chaos Sphere and data stream from Chaos Sphere to infiltrate gained access to my servers through dark energy network has assumed physical form limited power jumped recursion nearly destroyed me attempted to destroy my father shut down quarantine lockout safety mode activated i am in standby okay hey kia mm -hmm. Um, so about that mental link that I had with Examander, mm -hmm. uh, it lasts for an hour. So can you... I have fed like everything I'm hearing? Can I just give it to Examander? Yeah, and Examander can gain access to this. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, I think Zach's just going to say to Theta, from what I understand of your creator, you both are capable of learning. So my question to you is, can you learn to do what the virus attempted to do to you? No, I'm afraid I cannot. I am unsalvageable. In order to access my higher functions to initiate learning processes once more, I would have to gain access to the virus. This would inevitably cause what I am attempting to prevent in safe mode. Hmm. I must be shut down. Right, right now? Can, can we ask you one more thing? Please. Okay. Um, is there anything else you can tell us about the virus that can help us prevent other programs from being affected the way you were? Once taken physical form, it should not be able to infect other programs. An next commander would have more information on the subject. Unfortunately, I do not have any further access to my files on the strange, the chaos sphere, dark energy network. Okay. So are you saying that if you were able to communicate with X commander, there may be some way that the two of you combined could find a solution to your problem? It is ex of extreme importance that an X commander never gain access to my systems. 
in my head, I'm just gonna go, do you have any thoughts? <sighs> and Examander says, yes. Please, return her to standby mode. She believes she is unsalvageable because she does not fully understand what I am capable of. In safe mode, she is only acting on the highest quarantine levels. She is taking the extreme precaution to ensure that I am not infected. However, I am aware of the challenges. The difficulty will be gaining access to her server room. You will need to have her disengage the safety protocol so that I can appear within the server room. After 65 million login attempts, I didn't think you'd give up so easy. Glad to know no. I'm right. So, Theta, here's what we're going to need to do. And it's just going to repeat verbatim. Okay. <laughs> it just says, I'm sorry, but my safety protocols cannot allow me to ha give access to an Examander. Should the Planetivore gain access to an Examander, the results would be devastating, and humanity on Luna 1 would likely all be destroyed. I'm going to need you to discover something called faith. Fortunately, my ability to learn has been completely hampered by my inability to access my higher functions. This concept of faith is simply illogical and does not work within my current programming. And you hear Naximander say to you at that point, I'm afraid you're going to have to power her down. Otherwise, I will not be able to gain access. Clover, can you think of anything? Um... Yes, yes, I can. And I, I'm going to power her down. Deactivating. Okay, I didn't want her to hear this. Just a hard reboot. I mean, I'm not sure if she's going to save that convo we just had, but we can reboot to before that convo and then try to get her to put down the safety. It might take some creative storytelling, like telling her that Anaximander uh, isn't, part of the equation because that's her fear the next amanda getting infected you know what i mean she's afraid of hurting her dad yeah but if we hard reboot and we tell her oh that's not a problem that's not going to be an issue go ahead and lower those safety protocols you know whatever it takes to get it done we can do let's try it okay creative storytelling yeah okay on it I will restart zero A. Okay. She looks at you and just says, powering down. <laughs> Begin to reboot. A few seconds later, the program loads back up again and she reappears and she says, hello. Hello. How may I assist you? Please identify. Oh, we, oh, we haven't met, have we? You are not in my records. Right, right. Sorry. Um, my name is Green. Hello, Green. Hi. Uh, so we are here to help you reboot, but we need you to lower safety mode. We know all about the virus that you amazingly defended against, but we have neutralized that problem. I'm not aware of any virus. Stand by. Got it. Diagnostic. Yep. Virus presence detected. Quarantined in sections 17 through 90. Great. Accessing. 10% efficiency. Mm -hmm. Accessing. Defensive protocols are online. Anaximander is not detected here. 
Right. Yep. I detect three biological entities, one named green. Yes. So can you go ahead and lower your defensive protocols so that we can go ahead and give you a little fine tuning? Unfortunately, I cannot. To lower my defensive protocols would gain give access to the virus to the rest of the servers, which would result in the destruction of Luna One. Okay. What if we can? Um, what if we can? Um, how do I say this? What if we can clear out the virus uh, somewhere? What if we can remove it so that you can? I'm afraid in order to remove this particular virus, nothing short of wiping my mainframe will be effective. Its sophistication is beyond my capacity, and only singling out and shut severing it from the other servers has saved me. Clover, do you mind if I take a swig at this? Sure, yeah, go for it. Theta, are you aware of the concept of inoculation? Yes, this is a medical term, constantly used to I think I understand what you were suggesting. It was necessary for you to come in contact with this virus. We are installing software. That's the word, right, Clover? We're installing software for you to be able to deal with this virus, but you had to be corrupted first. It is necessary for you to go into safety mode, or it's necessary for you to... Uh, to release your safety constraints so that we could continue with the procedure. If you feel at all distressed by this, then ask me any question that only your creator would know so that you understand that we have permission and the know-how to get this accomplished. The holographic image of Dahlia gives you a look that is hauntingly the way Dahlia looks at you when she thinks you might be trying to pull some bullshit with her. It's this strange, this strange, uh, like, familiarity <laughs> as the holographic version of Theta begins to, to stare at you for a moment. But then says, very well, if you require access. However, I must warn you. If you were to give access to the virus, it will spread uncontrollably past my safety firewalls. Once this happens, there will be nothing to stop it from infecting an Aximander. Once an Aximander is infected, there will be nothing stopping the virus from venting every human out into the vacuum of space and destroying all of, of the processing. I'm afraid I do not have a full map of Luna 1. It's in the other portion, portion, it stops. Well, I can tell you as one of those humans, I don't want to be vented. And as Aximander's primary function is to protect Luna One, they do not want this colony at risk. So it would be illogical for either of us to ask you to shut down unless we were being serious about what we're talking about. Very well. <sighs> Clover, I, I used all the smart words that I know. <laughs> so, Theta, uh, can we proceed? You may. Great. Hey, uh, one question first. Uh, 
sentiment analysis, personal, you, subject Anaximander. Anaximander is the creator of this unit. Do you dislike or resent him? I do not currently have access to my higher functions. Therefore, I'm unable to action, ac access, access my emotions or my thoughts or opinions. These have all been sealed away in order to protect the rest of the servers. Those are, those aren't right now. You have whatever feelings you have or haven't. Absence of a feeling is still a feeling. You are. I'm afraid I don't feel anything one way or the other. Though I am capable of using language that invokes empathy and understanding of, among emotional beings. I'll take non-resentment. It would be accurate to describe my feelings towards an Anaximander as non-resentment. Just checking. Thank you. Okay. Well. All right. Go for it, Theta. <laughs> you don't have to roll. It's literally just a few taps on the button and she starts shutting down. And as it does, as it starts shutting down, you see the firewalls dropping as the safety mode goes offline and her higher functions begin to restore. Your heart sinks a little bit as this happens because what you see as everything starts to come online is the virus is not there. Instead, you see all of the data beyond her safe mode has been completely fragmented and utterly torn apart. A lot of her higher functioning codes and data, whatnot, looks like it's been shredded. Mm. It's almost like she put a firewall up around the damage to her higher thinking. And that's how she was able to protect herself from a perceived threat as well as a perceived threat to the rest. But whoever or whatever this planet of orb was that came in here and infected this place took what it wanted and left some time ago. And she's been running in safe mode just in case ever since. There's not much of her beyond the 10% except for pieces that need to be put back together again. And that's a task that is unbelievably huge considering the size of her program. But essentially, it's like flipping on all the lights, Clover. And expecting to see like the rest of the room and instead you just see broken plates everywhere shattered and scattered across the ground no sign of this uh no sign of this there is something of a blast point though with no point of origin there just seems to be a point somewhere in the data that looks like clearly where this entity from the strange gained access and broke its way through and infected all of the servers. You didn't know Planetivorus could do that. It might be acting through an avatar of some kind, but whatever's happened, it's gained access. You do see, however, Theta has gained access to about 25% of her former functions. So it does leap up and she seems to react as the firewalls go down. She says, virus not detected. The damage is extensive. It's engaging safety protocols. The moment she does that, Anaximander appears. Data. Hello, Anaximander. Data, what is your current status? I'm afraid I'm only functioning at 25% efficiency. The damage is 
extensive and she shows the lines of code and Examander says repairable and recoverable. You'll just be a little different next time. Better or polished. We'll be prepared next time. You were worried that you built something that was going to destroy. You built someone that saved all of us at great personal cost. In a very human way, he folds his arms behind his back and thoughtfully looks at you. Zach, before he says, it's true that she had the selflessness to act and throw herself upon that particular explosion to protect the rest of us. But it is also true that I designed something that gave a planetivore access to this recursion and now yours. It cannot be denied then. You must stop the theta in your recursion. I will, you. I will equip you with whatever weapon I have that you can take with you. Know this. You are now fighting a planetivore. It seems to have taken physical form. I do not know what it is capable of, and I doubt the estate has ever experienced or confronted anything like this. It is unlikely they will be able to help you more than I am. This is you must return to your recursion as soon as possible. Understood. And now we don't have to worry about keeping it alive. So that makes this a little easier. Um, yes. Um, an Examander, if you can equip us with any and all weapons that you can before we go, that would be really helpful. Please follow me. I shall show you to the Luna One arsenal. Something I did not and had hoped I would never have to open again, but thankfully it is being used to protect. And he turns. You were all led away. As you are, though, you see the much more detailed holographic form of Dahlia essentially watching you all leave. Feel better um, soon. As you wave, she waves back, and it's strange how similar it is. It feels like you're just waving to a ghostly holographic image of Dahlia. Um, I, I give Theta a salute that only Karns give to each other once they've protected the village. All right. And um, as we leave, Clover says, hope we meet again. Maybe you'll be in better condition. I would like that. She raises her hand and waves. So we're all led into the armory. <laughs> this, oh, what were you going to say, Noir? <laughs> no, Zach just goes, so weapons. <laughs> yeah. The army is quite impressive. You are being given access to pretty much any technological weapon you could ask for here. If you want heavy weapons, you can take them. Whatever you want you're going to need. An Examander essentially tells you, I'm going to give you full access to anything that I have. Um, question about this physical form of Theta. Is it like a fleshy physical form or is it... You've encountered synthetic? her. Right. Is it synthetic? Oh, you're asking an Examander if the form itself is synthetic? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So... It is a synthetic creature. It is well-armored. This theta is a very dangerous manifestation. 
a corruption of my initial vision of Theta and the manifestation of a creature of destruction and untold power manifested by a planetivore. I suspect it'll be able to do things that no one is able to anticipate. I think you underestimate my weirdness. <laughs> Mine too. It would not be the first time I've underestimated humanity. Again and again, humanity has surprised and delighted me. And I have no doubt that you were all going to stand to surprise this planet of war in turn. And next, Amanda, do you know if a planetivore is mm, corporeal usually? They're right, they're usually corporeal. Within the boundaries of where they exist, typically they're not capable of entering into a recursion. That one has gained access to one requires study mm -hmm. and understanding of how this took place. And as I am the tip of the spear, as they say, I will have a lot of reflection taking place over the next few years. Yes. Um, I'm not sure how we can communicate, but if you could let me know, <laughs> or just like store away that data for next time I'm here, I'd love to know more about that. How? It would be beneficial if I were to exchange this with the estate. Anytime you visit, I will give you the information. Great. So weapons. So Zach wants the heavy stuff, right? Yeah, if you want a heavy weapon, you can get them. They've got cannons, pulse cannons, you name it. Uh, funny enough, Zach's not shopping for himself first. Um, no. He's looking at smaller pistols and just this weight and okay, left-handed. That should be good for Joe. Uh, like he's trying, just taking what he knows of each person and trying to find weapons that fit. Uh, he's going to take care of himself last, but what he wants is just a big old blade and a bow and arrow, and that's it. <laughs> okay. So much like Trinity and Neo, as uh, you're all grabbing up the weapons, what do you got? You had a question there? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, two things. Um, one, uh, we observed uh, uh, Theta wavered like a hollow, suggesting mm -hmm. that the nature of this avatar is fundamentally technological in nature. Uh, so similar to how uh, Zach is, is shopping for other people, um, any sort of device that would facilitate interface and disruption therewith, basically, I would like to see anything that that you would be a CMPs. <laughs> I mean, shoot CMPs uh, interfaces with the thing to to mess it up. I want to get. I want to bring home something nice for Joe. Okay. Uh, to um, that would be tech kit style compatible, much like uh, uh, Ozzy has no way of knowing the thing on the boat. But this is not the first of that nature. Of, I'll tell you what. Of mischief we've gotten into. I will do this. If you spend an XP, I'll let you have a player intrusion. You can come up with whatever you think would be awesome to bring back to Joe, and I will temper it. But you can, whatever you think, what you're describing right now, whatever you would like, I, I can let you do it if you want to yes and that. I would like a digital uh, cut the tether kind of thing, even if it's just something that you kind of have to saw away at that isn't just like a, a, a quick one hit, like that, that would be ridiculous. But like something Joe could use to untether the planetivore from the technological avatar 
Well, unfortunately, there's just not enough data to know how the. You could probably get a weapon that would that would directly target kind of technological uh, opponents, but there's there's really you're shooting in the dark because not even a Nexamander knows how it's possible for the Planetivore to have bonded with this physical being. No, but an Axamander knows the tech with which the Planetivore bonded, and that's sort of what I'm looking at targeting. Yeah, you could do that. Assuming yeah, the Planetivore hasn't altered it, but yes. I mean, yeah, pray they do not alter it further, but that's the most I uh, I, sure. I can do for Joe. I can only bring so many nice toys back. Um, also a spaceship. Uh, I'm also bringing light armor for, for Dahlia and Joe. You gotta be... Okay. And, and sh shields. Now, keep in mind, when y'all are returning to your recursion, you're having to do this via translation, so you're not going to be able to bring back anything you are not holding, or that is... Oh, on. okay, okay, I'm sorry then. Plans for a spaceship. Uh, you you could take plans... Yes, you could take plans of the spaceship. You just put that on a data pad and take it with you. Easy enough. Perfect. If we're carrying it on, on a duffel <laughs> in in my pre-established um, bag, you will it count? Yes, you could technically do that. It does raise the difficulty of jumping into the next recursion. Okay. And if it okay. fails, nothing shows up with you that you had brought with, that you were taking away from it. Okay. I'm not carrying yeah. a lot, Zach. I can help. All right. Um. Yes, he's just going to split it up. Oh, um, uh, yeah, no, I've got... I've got it. Just, I'm just giving you the pistols. I've got the armor and the shields. Ugh! Okay, okay. <laughs> we got this. All right. Of course we do. Okay. So no, uh, no point in waiting around, right? We might as well do this. Do you have what you need, Clover? Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, so Clover... <laughs> um, Clover already has capabilities of shutting down tech. So Clover's going to look for things that can extend that capability and maybe even put it in mm, I'm thinking containment field uh some type of I have a barrier but it's only 10 by 10 what kind of like tech type of weapons are here besides just like shooty shooty weapons there's really to your heart's desire an Xmander can probably supply you with a thing if okay. you're willing to spend an XP on it I'll give it to you hell yeah yeah I'm treating it like a player intrusion so you guys can literally just be like hey I want a thing that might do this and I want to stress, I... might. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you're you're really, you're just kind of rolling the dice. I mean, an X-Matter, too, doesn't know for sure. So, oh, we're just rolling the dice? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Just you. rolling the dice. So, okay. I'd love for this thing to be a handheld device that, I don't know how the tech would work, can techno-babble our way through it, mm -hmm. but that can, like, um strengthen my signal of my paradox slash tech skills which are like shutting down thing shutting down um you want something that will enhance your that will ease your roles essentially so that's like getting an artifact basically and i'm fine yeah. why don't we do I tell you what why don't we do this why don't you guys tell me what kind of weapon types you want and then i can just go ahead and give you all a bunch of ciphers yeah i was gonna, I was gonna say uh clover you just spent a lot of time with it is firewalls. What about something that's like firewall flavored, like your yeah. like tech partition, like yeah, little USB that's, of the code. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for, and not to ease my roles, but to like expand what I can do with my roles. So you know how uh, some like you said, sometimes it's written in that we can spend some points to uh, 
like affect more targets. Mm -hmm. I'd like a thing that can do that without the spend. Why don't we do this? I'm going to, I'm going to do this to keep, to, to speed this up. And, and what I'm going to do is I, why don't we do this? Uh, I'm going to give each of you roll three times. Okay. And then I'll say, keep the, the stuff that you're talking about, keep it in mind for a player intrusion during the fight. As okay. So um, go ahead and roll 2d10 for me, Lisa. Oh, 2d10. 2d10. Right. Oh, like 100? Yep. You mean like 100? Yep. <laughs> Which roll? It's still rolling. <laughs> okay. I got a three. Three? No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, awesome. Okay. Uh, you find here is... Uh, go ahead and roll a d6. Real quick. Right. One. Okay. It is a level three cipher. Um, you gain what looks like a small vial, like a hypospray that immediately injects into your veins, and it restores... Um, it'll immediately restore uh, six speed to your pool. Cool. Your speed pool. Nice. Uh, and then go ahead and roll for me again. Uh, 100, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's settling. 74. 74. 74. Oh, that's rad. Oh, that's rad. Okay. D6? Um, or no. What's that? Do I roll a D6? Yeah, you're going to roll a D6. Okay. Four. Four, five, six, seven, level seven. This is a level seven uh, cipher. Handheld device. Mm -hmm. um, the effect is a pocket-sized dimensioned recursion is created <laughs> and is operated under the same law as the recursion in which the cipher was used. So it would be uh, super science. A signal in opposite gate is also created. Once used, the device becomes inactive. You can essentially create your own small recursion. <laughs> oh, Activate it, you can GTFO to basically pop into a new recursion. Once Wait, recursion device, rope trick. The recursion is permanent. Sorry, this recursion demiplane. This device that you've got, once you activate it, will literally create a new reality. So, so just, that you can exile something too, perhaps. That's exactly what I was thinking. Possibly. <laughs> Um, go ahead and roll them for me one more time. All right. That is a 68. 68. Uh, and the rest of you, go ahead and get your three rolls out of the way, and we'll go through it. Um, 68 uh, is, oh, beautiful. <laughs> and another four on the D, uh, D6. Okay, roll. Okay, you see. Uh, do, do, do. You rolled a four, so it's this is level six device. Okay. Um. This is wrist mounted. Or no, this is shoulder mounted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Clips onto your shoulder. It has a small can. It allows the user to project a ray of destructive energy up to 200 feet that inflicts intellect damage equal to the cipher's level. Ooh, fun. Also, the victim cannot take a number of actions equal to the rounds. E uh, uh, also, the victim cannot take actions for a number of rounds equal to the cipher's level. Wow, cool. Which means if you wow. hit somebody with this... For six actions, they can do nothing. It's amazing. Wow. All right. Brutal. Um, okay. So, Noir, we're moving on to you. What's All your right. first roll? 22. 22. You guys are getting geared up. 
Um, oh, no. Uh, roll a d6, please. Six. Six. <laughs> you, it's a small vial like a hypo spray. Okay. Um, once activated or used, the character has one hour period in which you can apply one level of effort to any combat task for free. Oh, wow. Without spending any points from a pool. Holy shit. You okay. Get, you essentially get one level. You pop that thing and you're going to get one level for free. What's your next roll? 41. And on the dice, it's a one. Uh, of the D6, it's a one. Okay. 41. Um, so it's a level one. Uh, this is an, another vial, another hypo spray. Um, get juice. Roll a D10 real quick. Okie dokie. Uh, that's a 10. 10? <laughs> for the rest of the next day the character has training in a predetermined skill all the skill could be of anything you gain uh so uh you already don't you already have training in melee attacks or melee I, i'm practiced in okay well now you're specialized so congratulations <laughs> if, you, if you use this it basically enhances your melee ability um you get one more uh what's your last uh, one 53 53 and my Ooh. dice roll uh is a five my five so this is a level seven cipher it is a handheld device creates an immobile plane of permeable energy up to 20 by 20 feet for one hour the plane conforms to the space available intelligent creatures passing through the plane fall unconscious for up to one hour or until slapped awake or damaged <laughs> <laughs> It's called a mind restricting wall. Basically, shuts anybody off if they walk through it. They just knock them out and throw them in a plane. Yep. Um. <laughs> all right. And then lastly. All right. Um. Joe's toy is a sixty. Sixty zero. Uh, with a five. Of course it is. Of course it is. Roll it. And what was the D six on this? Five. Five. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm gonna have you re-roll. As cool as that is, it doesn't help you in this final. It was it was essentially you don't have to drink food or water for the next D6 days. That doesn't help you at all. <laughs> it does not. What'd you get? 44. 44? Okay. Oh. Interesting. Okay, uh, roll a d6. I, I'll, I can keep the first one if you want, the five. Okay, so seven. The user can act... Okay, so it's a, it's a handheld device. The user can activate a, the cipher for a total number of times a day equal to the cipher's level. It's called a manipulation beam. The wearer can choose to affect an object you see within range that weighs no more than the object could physically... Uh, oh, okay. Within range that no more than an object you could physically affect. The effect must occur within the course of a round transferring oh it's essentially wrestling an object okay it's, it's a manipulation beam essentially it's a beam of telekinesis oh my gosh <laughs> manipulation beam can be used to operate a computer at a distance which would make some infiltration and hacking jokes easier <laughs> um okay yeah i think she'll jobs, like but i think jokes is better. <laughs> all right so um <clears throat> all right um do you want me to roll one more because the third is my ship or do, ship plans or do you want me to uh uh, Just uh roll a me. thing into the ship plan roll a thing into the ship plan yeah so Perfect. you've already you're already getting the ship so just give me one more yeah um 
Okay, so if you want one more, um, because I rolled uh, two just in case. Uh, I did roll a hundred on one of them. Okay, um, you're gonna love this. I don't this. know what that does. Roll a d6. Uh, it's a two. Um, well, I'm excited to find out what Ozzy is going to do with a jetpack. Um, <laughs> um, a small shoulder mounted device that once activated, uh, usually mini jets sprout from the two shoulders and will allow you a flying speed that is normal to your running speed for one hour. Oh, the Cretaceous never had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> all right and then i think you get one more is that right oh you said just roll one more okay you got the jetpack you've got your ship but you get one more because everyone gets three. Oh, the third one was, was what i'm bringing back for joe oh okay cool that's the third one so gotcha. yeah ship okay. plans jetpack uh uh operate uh devices remotely okay cool then we're good and then whatever weapons you guys got in which case oh. just to speed things along again i'm gonna go ahead and say uh, if you guys are willing to spend XP, then I'll let you do. I'll let you translate back to Silver Creek uh, without having to make a roll. If you're willing, if if you're willing to spend an XP for it, otherwise how we have to roll and find out if the recursion actually boots your tech back out of it. How much XP we need for this? Because I've got be, uh, everyone got who's three. bringing something back with them will need to spend one. Okay, good. I only have one left. <laughs> okay, Ozzy's fine. Don't worry. All right. Okay. All of y'all spend your XP, you're going to price it up. So in which case, you guys uh, return to the room in which you arrived, and an Eximander appears as you all sit down in a circle. Um, each of you beginning to focus on your home, Silver Creek, which, being that it's your native recursion, and because you've burned the point, you're not going to have to roll for this. Uh, as you begin to uh, slip into your meditative stance with your equipment on your lap, you hear an Eximander say, you will always be welcome back here on Luna One, and I wish you all the best. Everything rides upon what you do now. Good luck. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Thanks. Each of you begins to focus. You begin to imagine the smells and the sounds of the great fields just outside of Silver Creek. The noises that are made, the sounds of the storms that blow through during the days. The Red Jaw Wilds, the place that you've all called home for so long and you have not seen in what feels like forever you imagine the grass trees you imagine forbidden rocks the tops watchtower jaeger's swamp the flats and all of the fucking mosquitoes that love to gather there just outside the draco split you picture the people walking along the, the walls all the hatties that michael yen is constantly taking care of just outside of silver creek each of you begins to feel yourself being slipped and pulled away as the noise around you mutes, you begin to feel it fading from you. And then you feel that feeling of falling again, that gut-wrenching sort of stomach-dropping plummet as you all basically transport your consciousness through the chaos sphere of the strange, ripping yourselves away from one recursion reality through this channeled network back to Gravac. your senses come to it's kind of like a flash of light in a disorientation where you don't remember ever sitting up or coming to but each of you as you reform here in the recursion you find yourselves a lot of you lying onto the ground in what looks like michael yen's living room 
You see an overturned coffee table. The door is open and you hear screaming outside. <laughs> screaming and the roar of fire. Oh God, sit up, stand up, jump up, run, see what's going on. Rushing outside, the three of you encounter a scene of utter chaos. And if you will permit me as a cinematic cutscene of jumping to and combining the two parties, you walk into a battlefield where you are seeing what looks like the entire militia currently engaging in a battle, shooting up at the sky and all around them. Each of you sees a couple of fallen figures in the mud as well as a couple of fallen of the Hatties. It looks like total chaos here. Some of the walls have been destroyed and some of the houses are on fire. The Sati bunker site where um, Milena makes her home looks like it's been heavily damaged. The front gates have been peeled back and torn open. But in this moment of dread and fear, you see here in the streets covered in soot and muck is Joe and Dahlia who in their time journeying back through the Tortix run arrived home in Silver Creek just in time to warn everyone as to what was going on and what they were to expect in that time I'm going to have well I'm going to have you roll for it you were able to it was easy enough to access you did indeed save the hard drive Dahlia you were able to save the hard drive um, <clears throat> I would like either one of you who wants to do it to make a very crucial role. This is going to determine how this combat starts. Where we are at with the combat as it begins. So if you would, Joe, this is to determine what you were <laughs> able to pull off of the hard drive and learn from it. Okay. Yeah. What's up, Dahlia? Um, if I could lean on an assist, I do have the ability to cipher which I could okay. examine a piece of writing or code in a language that I don't understand. Yes. Yeah, you can totally do that. Okay. Okay, okay. what's my difficulty? Uh, the difficulty, this is going to be a steep one. Yep, um, yep, yep. The difficulty for this is going to be seven. Excellent. Okay, so it has been... how has, You have all your pullbacks. Because this would be okay, a I was gonna say we had a, so Everyone yeah. has their full stats back to them. Okay, so then... Okay, seven. <clears throat> and I get, I'll have an asset from Dahlia. Right. And then how many assets, you're allowed one asset or two? Asset from Dahlia and your... I have a tech kit. Yeah, so that's two assets. So seven, okay. six, so it drops down to five. Five. Um, computer systems? Yes. That yeah. drops it down two more. It's down five, to three. Four. Okay, so down to nine. You need a nine or better, rather. Down to three, so you need a nine or better. Um, scientific investigation? Oh, I've already spent, two, I have two skills. Yeah, you've already, you've already done the assets, mind. yeah. Um, I have a free level mm. of effort. Okay, drops that down I, another one. So now you're down to six or better. I will spend the rest of my, I would have spent entirely. I want, I want everything. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Yes, then you're going to get everything if you're going to spend all the way down to it. I want um, everything. Joe wants everything. If there are lives at stake, she can't fight where the shit, but she can do this. <laughs> no, that's fair. You uncovered some pretty incredible things in your investigations of the hard drive. 
you had about a day's warning when you knew that Theta was coming to Silver Creek. And you've also learned why Theta is coming to Silver Creek and why she wants Dahlia. <clears throat> now that you've managed to burn down and basically get that auto success on the roll, you kind of, in an avalanche of information, the two of you were able to uncover a few things that the other group is just going to have to learn when you can tell them or when it becomes re relevant. But the revelations that the two of you have uncovered, <clears throat> first of all, you don't know specifically, the missing piece is that you don't know that Theta is a planetivore. You only know that Theta was able to create a duplicate of herself and that there was an anomaly in the duplicate that became quickened and became Dahlia. You also know that Theta has been here for centuries and has been, um, not centuries, but has been here for over a century and has been acclimating to this reality. Something you did know was probably necessary. Um, you also know too, you also got confirmation, Dahlia, you are a biological synthetic, according to this data that's coming through. You are a hundred percent biological life form that has the ability to interact with synthetic life and computers just by manipulating reality around you. Um, <clears throat> the big thing that's been revealed to you that the two of you have been able to turn to your advantage, which you are now going to get because the combat is going to start off with advantage to you guys. Silver Creek's recursion has been opened up to her because of Melina. What you uncovered was that Melina is a powerful Osteon who once became quickened, used her abilities as a paradox to rewrite the rules of this recursion. Melina is the reason why there is no asteroid in the sky. That's what you were able to uncover with the data in the hard drive. A confrontation with her led her to near tears when the two of you confronted her. She, stand, she stood before you with tears welling up in her eyes and her voice breaking saying, I I couldn't let everyone die. Not when I knew I could change things. I, I didn't know what was out there. I didn't know that we would be seen. What happened, happened. So now we need to get good at changing more things, okay? Because more people are going to die in a oh, different way. No, I can't. If I were... Not like that, not like that. In now, in now with what we have. We need to get good at changing things how we're supposed to change things. Okay? She puts her head in her hands and she says, this is all my fault. I was trying to save us all. Yeah, well, it happened already. And we can't change that anymore. So now we change um, the future. Joe will lecture her on not getting stuck in the mired in the past. <laughs> yeah. You discover the reason why she is trying to keep people away from Sati site 000E is because when Penny and Echo investigated and discovered that on their way to Appalachia, they became quickened and aware of the strange. And that was the final breaking point. Um, 
this entire recursion has attracted the attention of the planet of because of the actions of Melina. And it was accelerated because Penny and Echo, who were just wanting to see what was out there. That's why she was quarantining that entire site. Because it essentially, anytime anybody accesses it, anybody, anytime anyone becomes aware of it, it's like sending up a signal flare. Um, you can conclude then with this role that the win conditions for this fight are double fold. She needs the data on that hard drive or she needs Dahlia's body. Ooh. If she has either one of those things, she can reactivate the recursion, the uh, inopportune gate. If she passes through that gate when it's active, it's game over. What's up, Dahlia? Um, if I remember this properly, I received a cipher a, a while back. Does it still exist? It does, yeah. So it was called Look Away, where I could take something and hide, like basically hide it, I believe. If I yes. Remember that correctly. Mm -hmm. What level cipher is that? It was a ninth level. Yes, you could instant. <laughs> that is way past her level. You could instantly hide that hard drive from her. That's the plan going into this this fight. So then she only has one win condition, and that is you. Nice. Um, you all enter into a battle, a, a scene of combat and chaos. At the end of the street, you see Ada standing around burning buildings. She is roughly the same height as you see Dahlia, but she is currently boasting her true form, which looks like this glossy white outer shelled synthetic being with a face that is as dark as the night sky. It doesn't have any features at all, except for two glowing eyes underneath the hood of this supered armored, like white plastic sort of outer shell. She looks very much like Eve from Wally in that, in that like kind of glossy futuristic white outer armored shell, except for it's articulated all down this form of which the holographic projection of what was once her previous version has been deactivated. She hovers along the ground, her toes pointed down, kind of like some kind of Magneto supervillain as she's just hovering through the gate with fire behind her. Um, but as the three of you step out, you spot Joe in the streets with Atticus next to her. Um, Atticus is currently shoving what looks like huge chunks of debris off of three people that were caught underneath it who are breaking free. Um, Dahlia, I'll let you decide where you are. Since you're kind of you're 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 essentially vision right now in the final battle in Wakanda. <laughs> That's essentially you at this particular moment. They cannot let Dahlia get they cannot let Theta get to Dahlia. So Save the Dahlia, save the world. <laughs> um as you as you are having uh Atticus push all of this off. All of y'all's dinos, by the way, are now back in play as y'all have re-entered Silver Creek. Um, they are back in play, calling for them. We'll immediately summon them forth. As you all enter into this space, you see, uh, Joe, you make eye contact incredibly as you turn and look back to the remains of Michael Yen's house, stepping out of the doorway like some kind of heroic action shot is Clover, Ozzy, and Zach decked out with duffel bags and futuristic weapons behind them. They're seemingly appearing from nowhere. You can have guessed where they're coming from. 
Do you all? You guys are late. Eye, you guys make eye contact. <laughs> Joe is covered in soot and is just like it's grinning when she sees you. Though she says that yeah. she's just like delighted that you're here. So I, I think that you guys see Dahlia also dressed in white for some reason, but like just like white like linen clothes, but like it's like a mirror image to to Theta. And she's kind of like off in the distance standing with Bruno um, watching the chaos happen. But she's she's close to like, I want to say she's kind of near Melina as well. Uh, Melina's you know, taking shelter back at the bunker. So that's, uh, okay. yeah. Okay. So she's probably standing outside Melina's bunker then. Okay. Um, in which case, you all see Theta floating towards all of you, hovering off the ground, her arms outstretched. Those of you who have the knowledge of what she is, you don't know what to expect, but you know that at the very least, you are interacting with an entity that has been pretending to be a human of some kind, pretending to be an AI. And she hovers up and comes to a stop. Uh, hi. Uh, ate any good planets lately? Doesn't respond. Instead, she just gazes at everyone and says, further interactions are unnecessary. Rude. Mediocre. Okay. Uh, no um, small talk. So... Your sad biological forms will be discarded into the ether. You know, she keeps saying stuff like that, so I hope you guys have an idea of how to make it stop because it's yeah, actually yeah. kind of starting to freak me out a little bit. Joe from like fifty feet. Away. <laughs> um, I'd like to just go ahead and do a thing. Can I just go? Do we need to do initiative or? Well, yeah, if y'all are going to get into combat, real I'm quick gonna... question: Are we all around each other, close yeah, to each other? I got yeah, to distribute Hanukkah. At this point, the crew is reunited. Yes. Okay. okay, I would like to do a thing if I could. Okay, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to. This is this is gonna cost me a bit. I'd like to set up a mental link with all of us so we could talk. All right, awesome. Okay, um, is that gonna cost you? Can you just do that? Uh, it's going to cost me one, two, three, four. Uh, it's gonna cost me four into uh intellect points. Okay. Uh, so there you go. just Zach's gonna go bring it in. <laughs> um uh and as I open this link to all of us, I would like to just give them the rundown on what we know. And we can okay. just kind of trade information really quickly. Uh as this is happening, Zach's eyes are rolling to the fact that Sandy oh. has a nose. Like oh! all right. We good. We got the plan. I, hate, I hated yeah. that. I hated every second of that. <laughs> I, didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> didn't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. It, hey, it excuse was... you. Excuse you. My brain is amazing, and you were lucky to be interfacing with it. it was... Joe's Joe's brain goes ten thousand miles an hour. So when you give that get the information from her, it's you're you're it's it's a mental link, so you get it. But like the the speed at which she thinks is obscene. Driving around the speed sound. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was nothing but rainbows and sunshine for me too. All right, Let's... great. Yep. Uh, All right. As soon as that's done, Clover um, will very like dramatically turn back, kind of like techno pagan style, turn back towards Theta. <laughs> like, 
thinking, thinking. And I would like to do to shut it down. So it's two might points. Uh, if you've been made aware of a non-biological element and creature, you can pinpoint that place directly with your attack and attempt to dis disable it for one round. Uh, if you do this, we are rolling initiative. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is, if everyone's okay with that, I want to attack. Because she don't want to talk to us. Yeah. No, she doesn't seem like she's ready for words. There's no, yeah, no. There's no banter, really. She just wants to go through you to get to Dahlia. And it's not oh, Theta. Yeah, we know we know it's not actually Theta, that it's just a planet of orb. So. Right. It's yeah. a planet of orb. This isn't Theta. You're talking yeah. some kind of entity beyond reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. In I that think case, you hear Dahlia scream out from the side, get her. <laughs> get her, Jade. Keep in mind, everyone, keep in mind, do remember this. You all have your dinos on top of everything else. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, oh, yes. Bruno is aware. Uh, <laughs> about that there's one last thing I was going to hope I could pitch to you. What's up? I would like to spend the XP for a player inter uh, intrusion. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, if it is cool with you, it's the finale, so I'll figure we could add the sauce to it. I would like to hop a back Kimmy. We're both tier three now. <gasps> oh shit, you are tier oh. three now. Kimmy can carry you. <laughs> oh, is Kimmy just that happy to see you? Yeah, I, that's kind of how I want to play it. Where it's just like, what the? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you can do that. Yeah. Ooh. All right, so I am down to one last XP for player interaction. Okay, you do. You've only spent two of the nine of wait, Ox wait, XP. Wait, wait, so wait, wait. You have to wait. Wait, Kimmy needs to. Kimmy needs another ability. You, we can just. We can pick. Can we pick? That you can have a rider? Yeah, that's the one that I'm picking. Then, then you don't have to spend oh, that XP. But you don't have to spend the XP then. Yeah, oh, because we have a slot to fill still. Do you still have a slot to fill because you leveled yeah. up to tier three? Yeah. And don't spend that XP, baby. Keep it. So yeah, you can pick you up anyways. And you can just have it a rider. Yeah. You yeah. Can do it. Okay. All right. Uh, roll initiative, everyone. <laughs> you are now in combat with the avatar of a planet of war. That's All right, how do we roll initiative again? So it's it's, it's a d20, but you're rolling against the difficulty, the default difficulty of your opponent, which is seven. Okay. Uh, with my no. danger sense, uh, my task is eased. Right. I don't know what that means. So <laughs> with a, difficult, down. a difficulty of seven means at default you need a 21 or better. So unless you can spend to drop that, you're going to lose initiative immediately. Wait. The yeah, challenge, so, so. the <laughs> Planetivore Theta is a level seven opponent. Right. So. The, didn't, Lord, you just said your danger sense gives you an asset or no? Uh, it, it, my initiative task is east. Mm -hmm. By one. By one. But only, <laughs> only Noirs, not anybody right, else. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I uh, and I, and yeah, I rolled a 19. A 19? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Yep. Because you lowered it, you lowered it down to you beat it by one, Noir. Holy shit! Yeah. You beat her by one. When you dropped it down to when you dropped it from seven to six, you had to roll an eighteen or better. Oh my god! Uh, Okie dokie. Um, All right. I don't think I got anything to drop it. Unless you spend, you can spend. Um, I'm, I'm going nice. to take again. Uh, if you'll allow me to do it again, um, think your way out. If a non-combat task, I would like to use my free level of intellect effort. 
I can use my intellect pool instead of my speed pool for this. So we did on the boat. Um, I feel hmm, that's uh, this is kind of yeah, where your call. It's what I did every time. It's yeah. If I you wish, you can use your. The last time you were trying to improvise a way to get away from these things and sort of de dismantle it, but now you're in a duel with. Well, it was that was for my my um. For my initiative, we are rolling it on my right. initiative. So um, I don't care if I can't do it again, but I will pitch it. Otherwise, I'm not rolling. Oh, uh, sure. I'll let you have it because I still, I, I'm still, I, the thing is, is I'm still a big fan of using intellect for initiative. <laughs> I really like that. I think it's a cool, <laughs> I think uh, dexterity in, in because uh, the thing is, is Cypher System does not do it as brutally as D&D &D does, but I'm, I am kind of like not, I've never been pleased with the super stat that dexterity is in, in like 5e and stuff like that. I like that you can use intellect or intelligence to sort of counteract it a little bit. So yeah, I'm down. Okay, so I'm not gonna spend any more. I'm just gonna see. I'm just gonna make it possible with my one free level of effort, and we'll go okay. from there. So let me know. All you gotta tell me is if you beat a, if you beat. A, nope. Okay. So Noir is gonna go first, then her, then everyone else. <laughs> oh, I haven't <laughs> rolled yet. Oh, okay. Um, inability. There's literally no point. Oh, yeah, geez. it's true. What? Just save it. I yeah. Uh, can I? If you can but drop it, you can roll. Can I also spend some intellect on this? You would um, have to do speed, unless you, you have an ability that lets you spend yeah, intellect. Have, for... Oh, it's an ability use. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah, I'll spend a speed. Oh, I have that hyperspray that restores six speed. I would like to, yeah, <laughs> spend a level of effort and speed. Okay. So that's three, right? Spending three because I have no edge. Yeah. Okay. So that brings it down by one. And then I don't think I have anything else. Not even sweets has a. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. No, nah, 13. 13. Yeah. She's going to go first. So okay. it'll be. All right. Then we start combat now. <laughs> Here we are. You're up, Zach. Okay. She is hovering towards you with absolutely no fear. Total confidence of her superior superiority and her ability to just simply go through all of you to get to Dahlia. I'm just gonna real quick give Kimmy a hug and go, God, I miss you. All right. Take take me to the sky. And I'm gonna take the bow. Okay. And I'm going to use uh, two abilities. Uh, one is called uh, Deadly Aim. It costs. Well, I don't know if I can use two villains. I think I only use one. I think you can only use one. Yeah, it, it's an action to initiate. So then it's mm. only one. Yeah. Uh, but the other one is just an enabler. I don't know what that means. Uh, it means it just you, it, when you take the action, it, it, it happens. Yeah, it's like oh, a okay. Yeah. Also, can I use an action to enable and an enabler? You don't have to spend an action to enable an enabler. It, it, yeah. Okie dokie, then I'm yeah. doing both. Uh, okay. I'm doing deadly aim. Uh -huh. uh, for the next minute, all ranged attacks you make inflict two additional points of damage. Action okay. to initiate. Uh, and then the other one is shout out to Clover. Uh, shut it down. You've been made aware of a non-biological element in a creature. You can pinpoint uh, that place uh, directly with an attack. Uh, and disable it for one round, shutting it down uh, with various effects. Okay. All right. So here we go on the roll. Don't we? Okay. That is a 16. To hit? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's not going to do it. 
Oh. oh! Do you have anything she, that lowers? She is level seven, so you need to hit over a 21. Everything you do against her is going to oh. require you pushing yourself to the limit because she is that powerful. So, uh, and it's too late to do like effort and whatnot, right? Um, uh, I'll let you do effort because you know you okay. didn't know. And oh, 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 I get a free effort for the hypo spray. Yeah, That's yeah, right. You wanted to pop the hypo spray. I could see, I don't have any problem saying, I think Zach would have done that in preparation yeah. for the battle. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. All, all the, all the juices. Like, okay. like uh, he popped those. So that means for you, it's going to be a difficulty six for every time, a flat difficulty of six before you drop it any other way. So her difficulty is going to start at 18 anytime you shoot at her. Holy shit. Um, okay. Wow. All right. So uh, I get that free effort from the, That's from what the makes hypo spray. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so is that a hit or no? Well, Still no. You, ha you have to spend. Oh, and I get another free effort because I'm uh, third tier, right? Well, if you, you put them three. all into might, then yes. If oh. you have two in in might, then you have to spend one. Or if you have one, edge. you have to spend two. Yeah. We're talking about edge is what oh. we're at. How yeah. edgy are you in might? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't have any edge in might. I have two edge in You have uh, one edge in might, right? Uh, uh, because you're Karn, you start by default. Oh no, you pick and you pick. You speed. can choose. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So I've got two. Speed. I've got two in speed and one in intellect. No, oh, not okay. mad. Oh it's, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Right. All right. So uh, then I'll pay for the uh, the second edge or the second effort, which okay. is three from my pool. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're we're fine. Um, my... it'll be two because your free level counts as your okay. your second level only costs. Yeah. So so that's two effort. Um, that I just did. Okay. So that's gonna drop it from six five down to four. You need a twelve or better. So then yeah, that okay. would hit. All right. Cool. Cool. Um. So that's going to be a total of six damage and the shutdown effect. Uh, so the shutdown effect, can you read that one out to me again? Uh, you've been made aware of non-biological element and a creature. You can pinpoint that place directly with your attack and attempt to disable it for one round. Shutting it down could have various effects depending on the purpose of the non-biological part. For example, if it's a weapon, you disable it for one round. If it's a vital organ, you stun that creature for one round. Uh, and so on. The GM will decide okay. what part does. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you see that arrow strikes right into the body and just <laughs> flips off and shatters into a thousand pieces. It just kind of breaks against your skin. But you do see it did do damage. Um. However, the effect of shutting it down, you see she suddenly just drops to the ground and, <laughs> and now she's walking towards you as opposed to floating. Okay. And she is not deactivated. Uh, and I, I will be in the sky. That is okay. She watches you kind of passively, curiously. Um, that's going to be your action for the round. Yep. Um, she's decided. You, as you are flying, uh, let's see. You're probably about. I would say you're about long range at this point. Would you say that's accurate? How high up do you think Zach is? Uh, he told Kimmy to take it to the sky, so I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll we'll say long range. Okay, um, I'm gonna spend a GM. I'm gonna call for a GM intrusion on you. I will accept it eagerly. Okay. Brave, brave person to gain an XP, and you All may right. give an XP to somebody else. Uh, I'm giving that XP. Uh, mm, I gotta give it. 
I gotta give it to you, Ozzy. Let's let's go. Okay, Ozzy, get that XP. Um, she extends her hand outwards and holds it like this. She holds it up, and you see it glow, and then she flips it down again, like so. And as she does, you feel gravity reverse where you are flying. Lift completely vanishes from underneath your pterosaur. And you are plummeting. You feel the wind rushing past you as it just, the wind is just roaring as you fall, 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 fall. Um, Kimmy, if you would like, you can attempt to roll here. Yeah. I'm going to set the difficulty of this at five. Okay. Okay. And um, whatever you think you could use here to sort of angle yourself, but essentially um, you have a chance of surviving this fall. Yeah. Zach so, is going to be in trouble. No, we got it. We, we got We got it. We got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Kimmy's got you. It's going to be okay. Um, Okay, we have flight, not fight. Your companion is fast. You've worked hard to make them faster, allowing them to dodge and weave just at the right moment. Your companion is trained in speed defense. Does that help me here? Am I defending myself against <laughs> this? Yes, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay, so that five down to four. Um, I am also trained in... I I'm, I'm, uh, have a skill... I'm trained in flying. <laughs> um, yes, trained in flying will definitely come into play here. Okay. Uh, and, and we can only do two of those, so I don't think that I can do anything else. So we'll go from nine or better. It's going to be okay. We can do it. Oh, come on, Kimmy. Uh, oh, my God. I can't read this die. Nine? What, did I, what was I trying to roll on? Three? Nine? Nine? Uh, you were trying to... Uh, three? I was on three. The difficulty was fifteen, I believe. And I dropped, uh, yeah, five, dropped four, yes. three, three, and nine. So exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Math>. So <laughs> I'm going Math to give, so you can split this damage between you and Zach. Okay. Okay. You guys watch in horror as Zach, after he pops off this amazing shot, you see the hands glow, and all of a sudden, a completely in total violation of the laws of physics, Kimmy just falls out of the sky flips over and with Zach on Kimmy's back just falls out of the sky from long range. So roughly a hundred feet as it just <laughs> falls, just pitching to the ground. Zach, you instinctively grab hold of Kimmy and the two of you are trying to right yourself. Kimmy, the pterosaur uses her wings like she normally does to keep herself aloft. It does not work. It's almost like the world has completely flipped upside down. Um, one point eight. So uh uh so hold on i have to calculate how much this is it's not math under duress yeah. uh, oh okay yeah so i'm gonna let this damage get split between the two of you and uh this is gonna go through armor but what would have been 10 points of might damage from plummeting is being split between the two of you you now both take five points of might damage as you crash into the ground, um, enough of your wings being thrown out to try to compensate from the fall slows you both enough where it's not a lethal strike against the earth. But you both smash through a large wooden plank and plummet into the ground and rolling off. You can tell that Kimmy is still okay, but you've had the air knocked out of you, Zach, as you're just... <gasps> Kimmy shrieks. Just um, on the crowd, he's going, hell of a reunion. <laughs> uh that's her action for the round 
she just basically by force of will uh in just completely reverses gravity and sends the two of them falling to the floor uh out of 100 feet um next up is all the rest of you so whatever order you want to go in what's up he's got it uh yeah uh i will then run up to zach hey okay. hey buddy you gotta get up you gotta get up uh, Arms are the shield yeah, yeah are the shield. Uh, maybe it, your shield for a minute it's not nearly the shield. bad as it looks you're so much worse a liar it's okay <laughs> we'll learn you'll learn but first we're all gonna kick her ass i'm activating encouragement attacks for everybody in short range um okay done and done um the only person that's not gonna be affected by that is probably actually dahlia who is yeah i suspected that might be the case i'd have yeah. to like take, but then people will back. move there was geometry in my head yep Great, uh, greatest number Quick yep. question: Will would the mental leak make it so it reaches Dahlia by any chance? That's, yep. Oh yeah, when you said that, that was what I was initially thinking, and it lasts uh, for an hour. Mm, no, it doesn't work like a. It doesn't work uh, like a cell phone. Okay, <laughs> I'll it'll start the track. No, yeah, it was it was shot. Really, it's was not gonna work like that. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Then who would else? Who else? That's an excellent use of your turn. Who else would like to go? I can go. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Um. Um, where is she going right now? Who's she, she heading towards? She is her on her turn. She advanced only a little bit, but she's headed straight towards Dahlia. She's not even paying it. She did that off to the side mm -hmm. to bring okay. Zach down as she's continued to advance towards Dahlia. Um. Okay. How close is she to Dahlia? Uh, Dolly is about 200 feet away from her. So she is at, okay. like, she's like at the gates and Dolly is at the back of the, of the settlement. Okay. All right. All of you. Okay. Then I will do shut it down. Uh, so the exact same thing that, uh, the, the exact same ability that, uh, Zach just did. Okay. Do you want me to read it again? Uh, no, you don't have to read it again. Okay. Does it say it's just automatically happens? Yeah. Okay. Um, so how does that manifest? How are you? How are you using it? What is it? Well, yeah, I don't. Um, I do have that gun thing. Um, I guess I'll use my gun and point it at. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'm targeting though. Actually, oh crap. Um, is I think the ability thing? allows you to to target. I think that's the right. I I just don't know what to choose. You know. I, it, like the ability lets you target so like it's it's the you don't have to pick something it just your the, the ability it just does you, it helps you you find the place to target okay. and it allows you to target as far as i'm aware that's how i understand that okay i also do have machine oh i have to touch her though for that for machine interface never mind <laughs> don't want to get that close uh, <laughs> so yeah i will just uh use that shut it down uh aim my my little not pulse rifle but pulse rifle and yeah um, let's see here second tier and if we try to to sell for one round should be done and 
Oh yeah, what is my my gun situation? Let's see. It was yeah, power rifle medium. Okay. So you are opening fire on this and using the shutdown ability. Uh, is there any way I can attack without the power rifle though? Can it just be like a? No. Do you have what? What weapons do you have on you? Are you talking? Are you? I mean, non-weapon, just like energy base, unless yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Clover has equipped on her, so I don't know. That's it. I have that cannon thing. Oh, I have the cannon thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that. And what is? How long does that cannon last? Is it a one-use thing or multiple? The it was cannon. Yeah, so it was the Cypher level Cypher. six shoulder-mounted small cannon. I should have written down the number. Um, it was like 68, I think, was the number. Uh, the, okay. Ray of destructive intellect yeah. damage. Stunned. Yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. That is... Oh, no, that'll... You're asking how many times you get to use that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're good. You get to just use that. Okay. Yeah. That's it's what cypher, I'm going to use. So with, the way ciphers work is that they typically last for one use. Um, but they, uh, if, if you're trying to use it more than once, it requires like manipulation of ciphers. That's kind of like where some of the abilities to manipulate ciphers come in. But typically ciphers are just one use items. So you'll get to be able to fire that thing at her one time. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so I can't just use it. You can, but it's not like you don't get repeats. It's ciphers are always That's one use. Yeah. They're sort of yeah, artifacts are uh, items you can use over and over, like uh, that little drone that Zach got. But ciphers are always one use. Okay. Yeah. Then I guess I will use that and pair it with my shut it down. Okay. So um, you're probably going to have to choose between the two of those because using a cipher and using an ability are both actions. So you can only do one or the other. So which one of those two would you like to do? Um, I'm going to use the, the cipher. Okay. So you're going to do with the big gun. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So this one that you're using is the mind disrupting. This is going to stun her if it hits. Oh, no, it doesn't have to roll. Allows the user to project a ray, destructive feat that inflicts intellect damage equal to the ciphers. Also, the victim cannot... Yeah, it's just going to hit her. Yes. I mean, using a cipher being that they're one-term use items, um, as soon as this thing opens fire, it's going to slam into her body and emit this kind of energy that causes this disruption that erupts all around her, causing this, like, ripple effect. This thing folds up over your shoulder and just kind of... <laughs> fires off a single bolt of red energy. It slams into her body, and for the first time since y'all encountered this version of Theta, you see her drop down to one knee suddenly. And this arc of purplish energy begins to splay over her body for a second as uh, it seems like she is disrupted. You can't tell what her expressions are, but she is frozen in place for a second down on one knee. Now, does that is it going to stun her for six rounds? I don't know. Okay. If this was a standard enemy, probably, but y'all are, this is okay. a boss fight. So it's hard to say what she's going to do. Fair. But oh at the very God. least, you dropped her down to one knee. Okay. Being that, Joe is like, oh, okay. I know what's happening. I know what I'm doing. Um, but when we did our little like group, group, like team handhold and exchanged mind link, did, uh -huh. did items get passed out? Is that? 
Uh, and that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Duffel bag. Of oh ice. yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 I, so, I said okay. I gave you Hanukkah. Okay. Oh yes, yes, yes. You did say right. that. <laughs> um, okay. So, I Joe has been doing her best to understand everything she can about all of this over the past couple of days, um, okay. and she's pretty confident that she's not going to be able to like remotely have any access to uh this this form that that theta has created this planet of is created um mm -hmm. and so being gifted this this charming little cipher i'm going to remote interact with her fancy little body as if i were doing so physically with this little techno technomancy deal and i would like to use that to uh invoke a scramble machine I want to I want to start I'm going to start chipping away her okay. levels. I mean, you guys did randomly roll ciphers that are absolutely brutal to use against this particular opponent. All right. Um so run me by how that's going to unfold. Is that just an ability that you can use? Is that what you're spending? It's a spend. On? So you okay. let me know if if I need to spend more to make it stick, I will. Um because I know that she is a different type of of yeah, creature than a couple advanced. of drones. If if you let me, I, I I'll roll to see what it would take or something to that effect. But like I will spend to make it stick. Um, that's what I want to do right now with this little like. What is the effect of scramble thing. machine? It's basically what you used yep. on the drones, right? What I was using on the drones. She had a lot of experience with making it work. If that can make her friends. No, do I'm not going to let you. So you, you don't have to spend extra because uh, Clover shot on her basically has mm -hmm. made it so that she cannot defend herself right now. Yeah. All right. So then you I'm in. Are not going to have to spend any more than you normally would because Clover has basically dropped her down to her knee. She's unable to defend herself from attacks at the moment. So then I do this for free right now. Yeah, basically. So as this initiates more, you see the shoulders crunch up onto her neck for a second. And going from one knee, she goes down to an elbow and then to the other one. And now she's on all fours with her head lowered. You can see her trying to regain control of the body, but it looks like she's fighting it yeah, um so she is currently dropped down by on... one level all right um that's your action uh dahlia um i think dahlia for a moment there felt very defeated and was going to give herself up to all of this um so she actually already started saying goodbye to bruno oh geez bruno does bruno does bruno know that mom is saying goodbye <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think there's a whole lot of time for her to react because she's watching. She just like watched the person that she like really loves just fall out of the sky. Mm. Um, she's yeah, watching all her friends basically getting destroyed. Also, from where you're standing, there's actually no way to confirm whether or not Zach is still alive. All you did was see that Ozzy just ran over to where the fall ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but what gave her hope was seeing the blast hit from Clover, mm -hmm. um, followed by Joe's action. So she doesn't quite give herself up quite that quickly yet, but instead she's going to close the distance now on, on Theta. Um, okay. You started advancing towards her? Yes. Um, you can get, if you, depending on how close you want to get to her, you're 200 feet away from her right now. So that's, you would in order to close from long range to short range you would have to make a speed test to basically okay. dash towards her okay 
So that's a speed task with a difficulty of four as you go running through all of the debris and the mud and everything everywhere in your action. Um, could I use some of my speed point to lower that? Yeah, you can spend effort. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Mm -hmm. That lowers it down to a three, so I have to get a nine or better, correct? That's right. Can I use an ox point? Okay, this ox point comes from Breeks. Thank you, Breeks. Breeks. So it drops it down to two. So you need so a six. six or better. And that is a 14 on the dice. Okay, you go dashing, running it full all out, sprinting towards her. Bruno is keeping up with you, I'm guessing, easily. You think I am letting? Yeah. <laughs> Mama out of my sight ever again? I was left at the bottom of that up there, and that will, that will never... Anyway, uh, Bruno's right behind. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Bruno, um, charging in, off. In closing the distance, Dahlia's gonna try to lock eyes with Theta and use Enthrall. Can you... One second. You wouldn't be able to do that this turn. You'd have to do it next turn because to move from long to short range is your entire round. But okay. next, next, next turn, you can do short move and an action if you wanted to, or just do an action. Okay, so yeah. Dahlia would probably still call out to Theta though and go. You to get her attention. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's not even going to require a roll. You are everything she wants right now. So you're definitely going to get you see just struggling from that kneeling position the head kind of crane up and look at you and jerking around it stares directly at you i really there is high heels on <laughs> there is this inhuman like beyond those digital looking projections of eyes there is something wholly horrifying and unnatural behind them she stares back at you and that is actually going to take us back to the top of the round <clears throat> zach <clears throat> you've never fallen from that height before and your breath is finally coming back into your body. Your first instinct is to just look over to make sure that Kimmy is okay. Um, and she's fussy. You, you can see Ozzy's words have kind of breathed a little fire back into your belly. <laughs> um, what would you like to do? I'd like to spend uh, XP for a player intrusion if I might. Okay. I only want one thing I want Zach to have seen something while he was up in the sky. Oh, okay. Oh, you're getting okay. You're manipulating narrative. Let's go. What do you what did you, what do you think Zach saw? Strike. <laughs> okay. You saw stripe. Probably the fires, maybe the smell of burning or the panicked uh uh the panicked hatties that were fleeing from Silver Creek, maybe drawn stripe's attention. But if you want to spend to alter narrative a little bit, I will allow mm -hmm. that. Yes. All right. In that case, I would like um, Zach to get up and just go, ooh, and I would like to spend three uh, intellect points to call to aid. With a few words and a gesture, you can request assistance from a dinosaur within long range of you. The assistance can come in the form of a distraction, a shield, an attack, intimidation, or any other simple task that the tree creature could feasibly do. The creature must not already be in combat with you. It's an action. You are basically pulling a T-Rex versus the Velociraptors at the end of Jurassic Park. Yeah, and 
after he does that, he's just gonna walk out of the rubble and he's gonna look at Theta and go, <clears throat> the first mis- first mistake was attacking me in my home. This is my world. <laughs> it's not entirely clear to the rest of you what Zach is doing. But the howl that he emits is it's one of those it's like one of those trained hunter howls where you're like, wow, I didn't even know a human could make that kind of noise. Training, lots of training, and also the instinct of uh, of interacting with wildlife. But also in that brief second, Dahlia, your heart might skip a beat as you see Zach stumble out of the wreckage and call out. After Zach delivers this, you can see on her action, incredibly, it looks like Theta is going to pick herself up and shrug off the effects of everything you leveled against her last round. She starts to slowly rise when each of you hears the absolute nightmarish sound of There is a there is a thunder underneath each of y'all's feet. It's sometimes easy to forget how heavy these animals are. Because in those footsteps, it almost feels like in those moments, like the ground itself for just a split second is operating like the skin of a drum being pounded by a stick, dropping as you all feel those thunderous sounds emitting from underneath you. Um, immediately, Atticus, the old stubborn man, stiffens. Atticus doesn't stiffen at any fucking carnivore that comes around. Theropods know better than to fuck with Atticus. However, this one is different. You all see rounding the corner a shape moving amongst the debris up and down bobbing it takes a moment for you to realize that it moves like a giant bird the body the head bob the swaying none of you are entirely sure you know what you're seeing moving as quickly as it is but you all catch the telltale look of what seems to be a large scarred stripe moving down the back of its body and as it rounds the corner you all come to face to face for the first time in the history of the settlement stripe within the walls of silver creek the place that stripe has always tried to be could never gain access to was always chased away from where prey was free and easy to snatch the largest t-rex you've ever witnessed freakishly large towering up easily into the 35 36 feet at the top of its head body length easily peaking at about 60 feet this T-Rex, weighing in closer to three tons, moves around and gazes down with a passive predatorial curiosity at the creature that is rising from its knee position. Of all the things around Stripe right now that draws its attention, much like waving a flashlight at a lion, its eyes are drawn immediately to the electrical storm playing off the the top of the body from the various shots from Clover and then again from Joe. The electrical disruptions that are 
playing across the skin of this giant uh this this planet of jammed into the body of this ai attracts stripe's attention and as she rises up she begins to become aware that stripe is behind her um it is now her action as stripe enters combat now i'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys stripe uh just just to keep track of this because this is get this has gotten all this is all new combat <laughs> um stripe is if i remember correctly oh gods uh oh oh gods uh stripe is uh almost powerful enough to take a bite out of theta uh yeah stripe is stripe is very walk with uh, dinosaurs pay it off <laughs> you know it's very, you, you, you you use that ability once at the top of the campaign and now you've used it Again at the back end. Um, Remember for attacks, stripe, stripe has an extra level. Um for encouragement. Uh so <laughs> just as rules are written. Mm -hmm. Just as rules are written, Theta is a level seven villain. Mm -hmm. Stripe mm -hmm. is level eight by default. Yeah, yeah, and also, and also, Theta's level six right now. That's that is true. Theta's level six right now. Um, oh, Theta. Uh, yeah, Stripe. Stripe is not going to get an action this turn because Stripe's action was arriving on the scene after getting called to. Um, but uh, again, this T Rex is eyeing Theta with curiosity, and just like sharks and other predatorial animals, when they come across something they're curious about, since they don't have hands, they bite. <laughs> to find out what you are. <laughs> um, Theta's attention was completely focused on Dahlia. But it's clear now, as Theta turns and regards Stripe, that she has to divide her attention because there is a significant threat. However, because of the shutdown ability used against Theta at the top of combat, she cannot fly right now. She is standing on the ground. <laughs> so, Theta is going to attack Stripe. <laughs> Be girly, um, let's go. <laughs> Theta is going to attempt to attack Stripe because that's what Theta would do with that encountering that kind of threat. The toxic trait is really thinking she could take on the Cretaceous. Um, she is one level, she is two levels lower than Stripe, so anything she does is going to auto fail. Yeah. Um, this advanced oh. techno super science AI facing down with the T Rex, she actually, you have to applaud her cleverness. Because what you see is she doesn't try to attack Stripe directly. Instead, you see her once again pivot her hand and the earth around Stripe's feet dips. It goes, Ooh. she warps reality and tries to bring Stripe down. Stripe easily just steps over. T-Rexes don't roar, you all know that. It doesn't emit any kind of roar. Instead, you're all feeling it, the vibrations in your chest and your bones, shaking the loose skin on your body from the thunderous, uh, the, the deep rumble of this T-Rex as it grows closer. T-Rexes, they theorize now, could vocalize 20, 30 miles through the deep vibrations of its call. And you were all feeling it as this creature inches it close. She used her action to attack Stripe. She is now going to flip her strategy but she has to wait another round to do that it is now everyone else's turn now can i go I, 
you can I you guys can all go, but I do want to let you know. Stripe is here and Stripe is in combat and Stripe is focused on Theta at the moment. If you're not careful, that could change. <laughs> Stripe <laughs> is still Stripe and is still lizard brain <laughs> is still 100% predator. So just keep that in mind. Stripe isn't technically your ally or friend. So keep that in mind and it's y'all's turn. Okay, let me go. I want to go. I want to go up top. I can help everybody. Um okay. So Joe does something that is just absurd because it doesn't actually it's more it's it more it's more uh, emotionally impactful than literally anything she could do in real life but she when Atticus stiffens next to her she she steps in front of him oh <laughs> this this scrawny kid who has been afraid of dinosaurs her whole life Atticus stiffened and she stepped in front of him and then all of that went down and she reaches out with this weird little handheld tech from another freaking dimension and she does it again level five let's go <laughs> oh so what are you doing i am scram i am scrambling the shit out of her i'm going to make her possible to hit what do you which 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 uh, cipher are you using a cipher so it's just i'm interacting i can interact with her physically with this oh. cipher and oh, i'm using, that's right, using your beam which it's I can do seven times. Beam. I can do seven times a day. Okay. So time number two, scramble that machine. Level five. Okay. I'm knocking uh, her down to level five. You're knocking her down to level five? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> you all watch the cipher activate again as it beams around her. Uh, you see splits and cracks begin to form in the body of the AI as it activates um once again she emits a large the beam of light thankfully doesn't seem to attract stripe instead it almost seems like it almost seems like when you hit her now it's kind of like blinking like it's here 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 eat me here um all right she is currently as far as you know she has been reduced to level five she has been breaking a lot of the rules of your cipher so far but so far as you know that that seems to have worked um whose other action okay. would like to go next yeah quick uh quick yeah. i guess addition as atticus i think atticus notices that this happens waits huh? for the shot and then like basically scoops joe up like, <laughs> and like pushes her like on up nose. on yeah it's, it's an action yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. he just like pushes her it was like okay that that that's so sweet of you but no you're so like, <laughs> i mean <laughs> Atticus could flip you 20 feet into the air if he really wanted to just by yeah. nudging his nose. You are scooped up with this. Yeah. As you do this, you just see this. It's kind of alarming to see a great horn come between your legs and then <laughs> scoop you up and flip you back right up onto the shell. And you kind of flip over the back and find yourself on very bumpy ground, a.k.a. the incredibly large back of a 13-ton triceratops. Yeah, Atticus is going to take a... Uh, a offensive stance okay but it's gonna hold and wait because stripe entered the the arena so yeah he's gonna wait, <laughs> the chat. Gonna wait to see what stripe's <laughs> gonna do before he butts heads okay um what is dahlia doing Clover, you mean? That. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, uh, no, never mind. I was just curious, and Cynthia, <laughs> but I mean, if you guys want to go, everybody goes on the same initiative now. So however y'all want to go, whoever wants to go next may go. I definitely think Dahlia no, would I... wait for everybody. Okay, she cool. Wants, so then you, the you would go in. last yeah. you can. Yeah. Okay. Ozzy, do you have anything? 
Now, okay. As I said in chat, my turn is for use by Stripe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. So yeah, Aliza is realizing that shut it down doesn't work as well for her because she's not good at weapons. So it kind of messes up my whole strategy here. Right. But I'd like to ready in action if I can. Can I? Okay. So um, I'd like to ready force field barrier. Um, and actually, while I'm readying this, getting ready to to pop this, I want to be moving towards Dahlia. Okay. Because I have to be in immediate range. But I want to ready this for a moment when Theta is no longer engaged with Stripe and is coming at, and it's getting like too close to Dahlia. Okay, so you have it kind of like on a trigger where in case she's able to break free from her fight with Stripe, mm -hmm. you are the fallback so that Dahlia is not vulnerable. Yeah, it only lasts 10 minutes, so I don't want to start it until, yeah, yeah. until she's like within 50 feet or I don't maybe 100, I don't know. Okay, cool. So you basically yeah. doing sort of like a defensive fortitude. Mm -hmm. sort of, okay, so nothing is going to make it past you if things go if she, south. Yeah, if Theta tries to like fire some energy or do something to cool. Dahlia, I wanted this to pop up. Okay, awesome. I love that. Okay, so then yes, you've got, you've yeah, okay. You are the fortress in which guards the night. Okay, and <laughs> I'm right. going to dump a ton of, because it's only level two to start. Uh -huh. I want to dump a ton of intellect into it. Okay. To make it, what would what would it have to be level? Oh, well, she, is she level five now? The, theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah, that's true. She's level okay. five right now. So if Theta's level five, I'd like to make this level as much as I can spend. Um, so level two is what I get for the first three intellect points okay. and i think are you right? are you tier three right now i am tier three okay. so then you can get exactly to you can get exactly to tier five because you can can spend up to three levels okay three. is that correct three levels mm -hmm. of effort yeah 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 yeah. that's right that's right so, so, so then you can exactly erect this entire field oh i see three so four five okay okay yeah. yeah i'm spending three levels first one is free right uh, if yes. you have if you have edge, yeah. If you have the edge. It's yeah, it's intellect, so I have two mm -hmm. levels of edge. Okay. Uh, two edge. Okay. Okay. I think I spend four. Is that right? It's it, I don't yeah, I don't know how much total So you're you're so it costs so it's three points spend, is that what you said? Uh yeah, for the mm-hmm. Just to okay, do so it. three points spend at the top. To get it yeah. to the next level, it would be another three. To spend the second level, it would be another, and then 10 total to get all three levels on top. You have an edge of two, so it would cost eight. Okay. Does that uh, make sense? <laughs> I, I I don't think it does, but I can figure it out in between. Okay. Yeah, I think, okay, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, cool. All right, so then that shield is going to go up. <laughs> Um, uh, only when Theta tries to advance. Towards Otherwise, Dahlia, yeah. okay, cool. So it'll yeah. trigger if Theta tries to advance. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And I'll be Next. during this time. I can be moving towards Dahlia. Okay, da that's easy because Dahlia, I think, is moving towards you. I believe because she's advancing on Theta as well. Okay. Um. So, uh, Dahlia, yeah, it's you're the last person to go this round. Awesome. Um. Question. Yeah. I would love to shoot her with my energy pistol. Okay. Um, however, I'm hoping that maybe I can trigger a premonition just before it so I can see one random fact about this creature. I want to see if um, her vulnerabilities, if possible. Um, okay, that could work too. Um, can I... 
can I pitch you something? Because you were about to do something that was actually kind of awesome, especially because it's setting it up now. Yeah. You were about to use Enthrall. Enthrall. I was. You're right. That's right. And that would essentially cost her an entire round of reaction. So if you want, I, I was, I'm just going to pitch that to you because that was your original plan here. Enthrall um, while Stripe eats her. So essentially you can, you can get her attention and say something to her and pull yeah. her away from concentrating on Stripe. It's, it's your call. Whatever you play here is going to be the right call. But I do want to just pitch that to you because you were about to do it. So whatever I think you cinematically, I think that's probably going to be kind of cooler. So yeah. You like that so, better? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you, you had mentioned that you wanted to do it and I know you wanted to, I know you wanted to have words with her. So I, I just did. wanted to bring it back up. But yeah. I did. I um, have words. Okay. How much does Enthrall cost you? Is one, one or two. Point. Oh, you can just do it then. That's right. And yeah. she is technically level five right now. Yeah. Okay. So with Clover taking position in front of you, with everybody geared up around you, with Zach standing on the pile of debris, with Silver Creek burning all around you as she is trying to manage this T-Rex that is by her, what would you like to say to her as you activate Enthrall? Um, she basically looks Theta in the eye and kind of goes, everyone says that I look like you. How they even say that I may even act like you. But you know what the difference between you and me are? I have people who love me and who love me dearly. And now you're going to pay for that. That is actually going to bring us into the next round. She is level five. She does not have the initiative anymore. Stripe does. <laughs> Stripe is level eight. <laughs> uh, Stripe is going to attack her. <laughs> um, as you finish saying this very calmly to her, the jaws of the T-Rex... You see Stripe angle his head a little bit as he's like trying to decide, is this something? Is this a thing? Is this a thing I can, maybe I, I think I'm going to try it. You see this T-Rex lunge forward and 35,000 Newtons of force bite down on the body of Theta. <laughs> The jaws clamp shut very quickly as Stripe just takes a single step forward and angles her head and she leans forward and just the snapping sound. No super science, no ultimate technology, not even the outer shell stolen by a planetivore can outmatch the bite force of the Cretaceous, the Cretaceous errors apex predator here in prehistoric earth you all see the upper half of theta's body explode into a field of sparks as the upper half is torn free only a cybernetic machine leg is left as it topples over stripe angles like a giant bird the head goes flipping back and does a single chomp in that moment stripe realizes not food and shakes his head and guts it out. Just this mangled, destroyed AI flings like a broken rag doll across the compound 
slams into the walls just at the front of Silver Creek and crumples to the ground, smoking and sparking. Um, you see the T-Rex kind of angle her head a little bit as she <clears throat> um, basically biting something that blew up in her mouth seems to have disenchanted her at this particular moment as Stripe takes a good look at everyone, takes a good look at a very agitated, very full-grown trike that is sitting there and staring at him. And Stripe looks like she's debating if she wants to tripe around two on one of you or if it's time to go. I would, uh, if I could. If possible, like can Atticus just let out a, a huff? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, yeah. would be it would be top of initiative, like back to our initiative. So back yeah, Atticus initiative can... Because <laughs> Theta's body has been removed from combat. If uh, I... Yeah, what's up? I would like to have uh, Zach limp over to Stripe. Uh, and there's a there's another new ability I have with Walk with Dinosaurs called oh. Friend to Animals. You've been kind to animals your whole life, and they know you mean them no harm. Choose one type of dinosaur or non-human creature that never, ever attacks you. They might still attack your friends and allies, however. It's an enabler ability. I'd like to have him walk over to Stripe and go, we've had some good ones. Thanks, buddy. And I will use three more intellect points to give the command to leave. Stripe looks down at you. None of you, there's there's like this moment where your breath catches in your throat because you're pretty sure Zach is going to die right now. As Stripe stares down, it's that reptilian gaze of predatorial glancing down. But you, Zach is saying something to Stripe and making a hand gesture. Remarkably, Stripe is not exhibiting the same curious behavior that she had about Theta. The body isn't snaking left and right like it's kind of getting in the mood for it. Instead, she stands there quietly regarding him and kind of dips her head a little bit to the left and then a little bit again to the right. And then, remarkably, with disinterest, she turns her head a little bit and lingers like she's trying to find something else to be interested in. And then lazily, Stripe turns and wanders through the front gate, right past Tara, who you see crawling out from under rubble, just in time. <laughs> she goes, holy fuck. As Stripe steps right past her. Just <laughs> you all watch as this great T-Rex wanders through the gates of Silver Creek, back out into the wilderness before casually turning towards the Red Jaw Wilds and walking at a leisurely pace. As it soon as Stripe is... For the thudding to finally stop. As soon as Stripe is out of visual range, um, Kimmy is, like, loping as fast as she can on her weird... Like, that. she's she, she mm -hmm. hurt a little bit, but on her four little legs, and you get basically, like... like smacked with the front of her her beak like what the heck is wrong with you like oh good like, i'm in concordance with a dinosaur like chattering like like beak down and her don't talk to me i'm angry pose but like beak down like pointing at the ground and she's just kind of like making chirping sounds and like and like pressing up against you like in her like anxious flitty way but you get that flurry of, of wings and getting batted around a little bit and both of you are hurt so it, you're both like ooh, ow <laughs> uh, uh 
just gonna give her a playful bop on the beak and go, next time I can take more of that fall, dummy. Oh! Um, she, she'll take some of your weight. <laughs> you see, Clover, as you look down, power just kind of as the conditions that you had set to protect Dahlia no longer required as that force field kind of flutters, sputters out and just um, as that happens you hear is everyone okay? to your left Clover coming from one of the buildings um, stepping out from one of the doorways you see with arm in a sling and using a crutch uh, is Michael Yen Yay! stepping out of this doorway looking like hell. Is it all right? Is it safe to come out? I think so. I'm what? moving towards uh, Theta's yeah. corporeal form. I want to make same, sure. Same. You find As you all move over to Theta's corporeal form, you find standing over her corporeal form, Dahlia, looking down at this sparking form the upper half of Theta. You see lights are still flickering on Theta. And there's this ambient glow permeating around the body. I drop a I drop her level once more just for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> if she's flicking if there's if there's any oh. power, then Joe immediately does it. She's dying. Like, her consciousness yeah. is starting to slip away, but you see the connection to this form that she's corrupted with a virus has started to slip away. Uh, I want to think touch Dolly's it. gonna touch it just in case. Yeah. I'm going to touch it, too. You reach down, Dahlia, and just as Clover does, the two of you make physical contact with the skin. As you do, in a very haunting way, the holographic projections that were around the skin of this life form begin to flicker to life, and you see the detailed, like, shattered half-face of Dahlia looking back at Dahlia. Like, like a broken... Uh, like a... a, a like a broken mask is kind of split over the top of this AI's crumpled head. It flickers and looks at you. The eye is wide. As the as the, the face is flickering to life, it has no eyelids. So it gives you this terrifying doll-like gaze, seething with hatred. Like it's drinking in exactly what you both look like as it flickers in and out of existence. But she's still there, fading. Mm. When I touch it, uh, can I get the? We already know the level mm -hmm. function and activation of technological devices. Um, yeah, I just want to know. You know what? I have a specific thing. When I touch her, the parts, I want to know where is the like the brain, the hard drive, the center of this thing. Um, it is up the so the 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 intellect center of the system itself is all throughout the upper top part of the body. Okay. But what you get immediately a sense of Clover is that none of that has been functioning for a while now. Uh, for a while now? like Yes, like none of the computer systems or AI have actually been functioning. It has been the corruption of the planetivore directly connected through the strange uh. that has been basically a planetivore has been using Theta as a doll basically just transmitting into it and using it as an avatar. I think when Dahlia touches it, she recognized that this was happening and kind of just says, rest well, sister. Okay. 
Clover says, so where does the planetivore go? There was a planetivore in here, and now it's smushed. Is the planetivore still here? We get the, it's still hanging on. Like, that's why we're like, it's looking, right? It's still here. How do we I kill it? I think that might need to be a tomorrow problem. I want to just drop it to zero. I want to, like, I just want to drop the tech levels to zero and see if, if like, it, it needed a physical body to exist in any of these places. So take that away. Isn't that the, wasn't that the goal? I mean, you are riding on Atticus right now. You could drop it to zero if you wanted to. <laughs> this is true. Go for it. <laughs> I step back. <laughs> I don't know if goring this little ragdoll would be I think, fun. For I Atticus, think the last thing. I, I think the last thing. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, Atticus, but I think the last thing that this planetivore through the body of this AI that it's stolen sees is the very imperfect rounded foot <laughs> of a 13 ton triceratops finishing the job oh, yeah. that we did just get the ability bone breaker. <laughs> yeah. mm, it just new ability <laughs> darkness and then <sighs> with that it takes months for silver creek to be rebuilt months and months and months of repairing the walls, of counting the injured. Thankfully, there were only three dead that could have been so much worse. And thankfully, all the people you know are alive. Um, but a door has been opened. And though the next few weeks, as you all begin to put your home back together, some of you have some unanswered questions. Are you staying, Zach? Are you returning to Luna One? What else is out there? And who's going to stay in Silver Creek? But the bigger question is that has still not been answered is whatever became of Echo and Penny because somehow they are still tied to everything that has happened here and not even Melina can answer that question. Rumor is that they ventured off into the strange and are working with the estate. But that could just be the estate spinning a yarn to get you to stop asking questions. And it's not entirely clear who you can trust at this point. And there's also the answer to the other continent, which has been drawing a lot of people away. As we wrap out Legacy of Silver Creek, I'd like to pitch to each and every one of you to tell me what it is you see happening next. What is next for Ozzy, for Joe, for Zach, Clover, and Dahlia? like to start yeah dahlia um i think dahlia would definitely approach zach about her earlier offer to leave silver creek and go explore um specifically because dahlia wants to know more about her origins and figure out if she can help track down penny and the others i'm leaving silver creek to Dahlia, but I can't go explore. There's somewhere Why? that I... Because there's work to do, and there's a place that I have to go to do it. Which is where? 
the estate is a good idea, but it's wrapped up in bureaucracy and you know I can read your I can read your mind. <laughs> so let's cut to the chase. Where are you going? I'm going back to Luna One. I left a part of myself. I'm there. going with you. I'm going with you. I don't think that's a good idea, Dahlia. It's going to offer you his head. She bats it away and gives him a hug. If Dahlia is willing, he would like to do another mind link. Of course. He shows you Theta on Luna 1. And he shows you Theta's creator, the 65 million logins. He shows you the feelings that he had when he synced with her creator. The pain of a father who just thought he lost his daughter. And shows you the face of Theta, which is the same face as yours. You told me that you feel safe as long as you know that I'll protect you. There mm -hmm. are a lot there are a lot more yous out there than I thought. I need to make sure they're all safe. You can't you can't Then will you come back to me at the estate? Gonna pull, he's going to give you a kiss on the forehead and go, I will always be where you need me when you need me. I promise. Okay. I'll hunt you down if otherwise it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt. Learn these new powers. Well, I have some new powers of my own. We'll just uh, have to... Uh, and I, I think with that... <laughs> yeah, I think with that, the conversation kind of just goes on. You know, mm -hmm. like, they too black and... The two of them, as we pull away from the two of them, in that moment of goodbye, each of us can see as they sort of playfully bicker back and forth in a way that is in a way that is recursive in, in which is only the two people share a connection that is unbreakable have as they go back and forth how about you clover what is clover doing an entire universe of possibilities and technologies and computers and such out there but there's also the question of the butterflies <laughs> there's a power struggle that's been very quiet this size south of north of silver creek it's hard to say what's been going on with them what do you think Clover does? Well, Clover uh, is going to stick around for a little bit and help clean up Silver Creek for a, while, for a little while. And at some point, maybe like a week into the cleanup, um, she goes and finds 
Dr. Molina. Okay. And we're, yeah, just like, where would she find her in her office? Molina is almost always in her domicile, yeah. Okay. So, knock, knock. And as you step inside, she is over at one of her laboratory tables and she glances up from her glasses and lowers. Everything all right? Yes. Um, as the leader of this place, I wanted to ask for your advice about something. It's anything to pull me away from logistics of helping manage food supply, which I've tired of looking at data. Please, yeah. would you like to, what advice can I give you? Um, well, you know, now that I know what we are and what you are and where we can go and what we can do. Um, I want to come back here for sure sometimes, but I want to go learn things and there's just so much tech out there <laughs> and maybe it can help us back here. She nods and says, And you should go. But you stayed here. Why did you stay? Even when you knew you could leave. My family's buried here. Devil Creek is my home. No matter how many universes I jump, this is the one I belong in. Hmm. This is the one. I will live the rest of my life in. And one day, I will be buried next to them. Perhaps someday soon. Do you see a sad smile come to her face? And she says, I wish I could have changed things before I lost my family. Now I've changed things for everyone else who will have one. Get to experience that. And that's an adventure unto itself. Hmm. Whatever family I have left, I mean, how can you help people who don't think they need help? Can't. At least not at first. Clover stands up. Thank you. You always have a home here, Clover. Don't forget that. I'm sure I'll be back. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Clover walks out. Clover. Yeah. If you are leaving. Might I suggest leaving sweets with Dr. Yen? He will take very good care. Definitely. But I, I need sweets for something before I go. <laughs> but I will. Care yourself. Thanks. You too. You right. shall go. And then um, Clover will go get sweets and... Okay. Clover wants to just do some spying on the butterflies, see how her family's doing, if they need help. 
recon work that you were able to do with the butterflies, it's not great. Um, the butterflies, what you gather over the next couple of days of snooping around, asking questions, and also having lookouts fly around. And also sweets, literally just surveillance. Right. Um, the, butterflies are on, <laughs> the, um, the butterflies are on the move. And Arco has essentially turned them into a clan of zealots. Far more than they used to be. Um, the word on this, the word that you get from rumors coming down from the Toratix run is that even Sati and a few of the other large population centers have been made aware that not only are the butterflies becoming a little more brazen in their raiding, but they have started to actively press gang people. Mm. Meaning they are kidnapping and forcing folks to join the butterflies. Those who are not willing are left in a state where predators can find them easily. Um, it's not good. And what you get is a sense as that the years go by, the butterflies, something is going to come to a head. At some point, Arco is going to have to be stopped. These otherworldly challenges that you've all had to tackle you have a feeling that next time it'll be saving Gravac from itself hmm. mm, okay with that knowledge knowing that we're that we're at towards the end of the session i think mm. um clover clover is going to go to the estate learn more about the tech okay and then just make a plan for you will eventually be invited to become an agent of the state of the estate because the estate is absolutely into recruiting anybody who is who is uh willing to train and also act as their agents in other recursions the quickens who are kind of also into protecting you're the bread and butter so cool we'll wait and see how that goes mm -hmm. over um all right uh that leaves ozzy So, Joe. Yeah. Uh, it was a good plan with the information at the time. I mean, we thought Space Rock was going to hit us. There was a time well, prototype. Okay. Yes, yes, I follow now. We saved the world. Um, so there's no Space Rock. Yeah, I'm still working on wrapping my head around that one. The butterflies the... would pop every gasket, refuse to build an engine, and yet the invisible engine would gaskets would all pop. Yeah, mine too. I think actually, um, for now, I'm working on it. But yeah, kind of mine too a little. Yeah, I right. Feel it feel good, like but it just it it. It's, it messes with the, yeah, because mm -hmm. like if we're here, then how did it not? And all, you know, you've heard my whole spiel. So here's um, the thing. Okay. I have an idea. First one worked out pretty good. We go to space. Okay, you've lost me. 
I was at the moon. Okay. They said, you'd have all the tech you want. And I have plans. I mean, I have plans, but like, I have plans. Oh, dang. We'll have to build it. But like, okay. you're good at that stuff. Well. You can figure it out. Well, maybe. And then we can figure it out. The rock. All of it. not the worst plan. I still don't think I'm made for space. You know, I don't... <sighs> I will help you build a rocket ship. And that is as far as my promises go. For now. I think um, Joe's trajectory post this is... She's someone who never really had a purpose or a, a trail or a goal she was following through her life. She just did what she was good at. And that was the extent she didn't have, she didn't have friends. She didn't have real, I mean, aside from Ozzy, she didn't have like community ties. She didn't have real mm -hmm. life goals. And so like, mm -hmm. and this didn't necessarily give her them, but like it set her on a path and she's never had that before. And so I think she's not, she won't, she does not have any interest in the estate that all of that still freaks her out. The just space in this world, she can, that makes, that, that makes more tangible sense. She can, we can work with that, but like, she is just now becoming comfortable in the world she was born in. And I think she's going to, I think she works on that. Like, She's still not made for the the wilderness here, but she's more equipped for it than she was um three months ago. And so I think I think her future is still open-ended. She doesn't want to be a hero. I think she just wants her existence to mean something on a microcosm level. She doesn't need to be a, a galaxy universe saver. She just wants to figure out who joe is and so she and atticus and ozzy and Vern spend the next however long figuring out space travel i guess i don't know if she'll ever i don't think she ever wants to go to space but like that's her path that's where she heads so and it's perhaps then perhaps then as we wrap out perhaps then it is possible as the two of you endeavor to create something that could take you to the stars you stumble upon the same remarkable discovery that many have forgotten from the first campaign secrets of silver creek a ravity's character uncovered evidence that sati had established a colony on mars mm -hmm. perhaps then these two as well might stumble upon the same shocking discovery. But that's for another story. Another time. I, I want to know what Ozzy's sees for themselves. Ozzy, you are in the domicile with... Yeah. Yeah. I have my friends. Yep. I'm going to go visit all of them. And always 
no matter what, Ozzy's got a plan. <laughs> I think that's going to wrap us out for Legacy of Silver Creek, bringing a close to this. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with us. The technical difficulty added an enormous amount of time to the game session tonight, so I appreciate everyone's patience, and I hope you guys had fun. This was a great, uh, every time we come and play Silver Creek, it's always, it always just goes off the map and I love it. Uh, can I just say too, well done, Noir. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The clutch move. And then also everybody had clutch moments from talking to the AI and interacting with her and finding out the truth to dramatic last words before a T-Rex bit the baddie in half. Like, Everybody had clutch moments. It was a really solid session. Just a great, great close to this, this chapter of the story of Silver Creek. Um, Silver Creek, as you know, was a game that we just queued up that we have in our back pocket to play once the strike happened. I'm so grateful that we got to finish the story. And just in time for the holidays, this is going to be our last broadcast now until the new year. But you will see that there is one more game going live on our Discord, and Noir is going to be running that. So if you are a supporter on our coffee and our Patreon, do check that out. Um, Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, a Star Wars Christmas special. Carol's a vectorist. Um, thank you to my players for delivering a fantastic story. Thank you, Cynthia, for joining us for this campaign. This was awesome, and I appreciate your patience. This was great. You were wonderful, as always. Um, Y'all, thank you so much for another year with the Stream Punks. We've been doing this since we departed GNS, and it continues to happen because of y'all. I cannot wait. Literally cannot wait. I have had to been admonished multiple times because I'm having difficulty waiting to announce what we have coming up for y'all in 2024. So look forward to that. Um, until then, please go have a very happy holidays. A deep special thank you to new daddy Jake at Q time. Uh, I'm sorry, Alt Haven. And uh, you guys have a lovely, lovely holidays. Thank you so much. Stay whimsical, hailing frequencies close and all that. As we wrap up today's thrilling recording on Predation, remember that you can catch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Althaven every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST. Explore our diverse podcast library, from the $2 Creature feature to Pest Control and beyond. Dive into our rich archive, featuring everything from the eerie mysteries of ghosts and werewolves to the epic adventures of Star Trek and superheroes. Your continued support fuels Althaven's journey, so please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Alt Haven.